Welcome to another episode of All the Balls, Week 54. Jake Platter, Justin Miller. Hello. We have a big, big, big episode going on tonight because you know what Thursday is? The day after Wednesday. <laughs> Thursday is the start of the NFL football season. Oh. It came up pretty fast. I feel like I was just over your house watching the Super Bowl, Tom Brady getting another ring. Yep. And now all of a sudden, Thursday night, Dak Prescott's back in action against Tom Brady to start the football season. I mean, I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited too. I I've been waiting for football for a long time, and uh, you know, since we've been doing our fantasy stuff, our drafting, our you know expectations, our predictions. I'm just you know preseason. I'm getting excited for football. It's getting yeah, it's getting me really excited. It's getting me nervous. All these fantasy football leagues, the survivor pools. All these bets I'm thinking about throwing in every single weekend. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a crazy season. We'll talk about more of the Patriots towards the end of the show, but obviously Mac Jones is starting quarterback. There's a lot of storylines. Actually, Le'Veon Bell just signed with the Baltimore Ravens about 20 minutes before the show started. I saw that. So that just they happened. Have nobody else. Yeah, so Le'Veon Bell probably gonna be the number two running back behind Gus Edwards, mm-hmm. and maybe number one eventually. But a lot of stuff is going on. Once again, Thursday night football. Patriots start on Sunday, but right now. This is week 54, all the balls. This is going to be the NFL season preview. We're going to be running through everything, predictions. Everything. Bull predictions, locks of the week. Everything. Games of the week. Fantasy football questions of the week. I have about five or six on my phone. Hopefully we can get to all those tonight. Leave your questions. Leave your fantasy football. Actually, I did on the um, title. So it should be on there. But yeah, leave your fantasy football questions of the week. I'll put it in the comment section again. But we're going to start the show off right now. We got a lot to talk about, like I said, tonight. Starting with the AFC, as you all know, the AFC features the New England Patriots and 15 other football teams, so we're going to break Good down enough. every single one. Don't forget, there's 17 games this season, not 16, which is kind of it's kind of weird when I was filling this out. I'm like, oh. Is, I wrote the wrong record multiple times. Yeah, you can't submit, what, 12 and 4 anymore and all that stuff? Uh, nope, no 12 and 4s. I think the most... Mistakes I made were with the five and twelve teams. I wrote five and eleven three different times. Yeah, it's definitely different. I mean, I'm so used to doing oh thirteen and three. They're gonna go zero and sixteen. They're gonna go sixteen and zero. But now, no one will ever go zero and sixteen again. Sad to think to about. finish the year. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna run through just about everything in the next hour, hour and a half, whatever. How long how long it takes us, you'll never know. But here we go. You might know at the end. Before we start, who just commented? Courtney said Miller time. She said Justin Miller. Appreciate it. Thanks for watching. You should stay for the whole two Zach hours. Zach Miller. Who's Zach Miller? Um, the guy who broke his leg. Oh, yeah. That guy's out of the league. All right, let's get this show started. AFC East. How do you want to do this? You want to go through um, the teams and let's say the record? Sure. So starting off with the Miami Dolphins. Okay. I don't know why, but okay. What's, what are the Miami Dolphins going this year? What are they finishing? What's the story with Tua Tagovailoa? What's going on with the Miami Dolphins? Well... I'm not the biggest fan of Tua. I, you know, I mean, he only had one year and he didn't even play a full season, so we'll see how it goes. Um, but I, I, something about him, I'm not a big fan. It's, I'm not confident in the guy. Um, that being said, I like what he's got going on around him. I think Miles Gaskin is a good running back. I think that Waddle, Parker, Fuller, Preston Williams are four, probably, if you're looking at top four, I don't know anyone that goes deeper than Miami as far as receivers go. That's pretty yeah, great. Pretty loaded. Um, maybe the Bucks, but when they got Mike Gesicki, I like him. He's a good tight end, 
And the defense is pretty solid. So they got a lot going on outside of the, you know, the one question mark for me, which is Tua. I see the Dolphins going 8-9 and nine this season. Wow. And we, we didn't look at each other's predictions or anything after or before this, but I got Miami going 8-9 and nine as well, finishing third in the AFC East. I also have third, third in the AFC East. All right, so we're both one for one. See if we can get every single prediction right. Starting off— So far, that's not right at all. Eight they nine. haven't played. Yeah, true. All right, um, Buffalo Bills. I'm sure you have them in first place. We again, we already talked about all these teams when we we're going through the depth shots, but you know the story. Buffalo went to the AFC Championship last season. Josh Allen had an unbelievable season. This is going to be a huge season for him. See if he can do what he did last year. It's going to be hard to repeat that. But again, he's very capable of it. He is absolutely capable. He's got the legs. He's got the arm. He's got the weapons. He's got the coaching. Everything is on this kid's side. He's still on the rise, in my opinion. And I think the Bills have a tremendous season. I see them going 14-3. and three, And that wins the... Uh, no way. That wins the uh, division, if you didn't think. Buffalo Bills, I got them in first place like Jake, but I have them losing a little bit more than that. I got the Buffalo Bills going 12-5 and five this season. They could. Again, this is a good team. I'd be surprised if they lost any less than 12 games, You're which like they probably won't. 14-3? I think 14-3 is a little It's a little high. I mean, again, this isn't the best division in the world with the Patriots, Dolphins, and Jets. But I'd be shocked if this team wins more than 12 games, to be honest with you. They're good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, The I defense that, is good. The, it's not outside of my belief to say they could go 6-0 in the division. It definitely could happen. Pats will get them once. Okay, and then they go 5-1. and one. They... You know, I, it's just, you know, when you're, when you're that dominant in your own division, I, I don't think that a tremendous record is, is out of question. And 14-3 and three for a team that had, you know, an MVP caliber player last year, um, the, probably the best receiver in the league last year, and a pretty good defense, got all the way to the AFC Championship, lost to a team that has been there before. This was this, ki- this, was this kid's first time there. Yeah, we'll see if they I think repeat they're going to be very good. Yeah, there's no doubt this is a good team. You'll hear where I think they're going to end up in the playoffs or... What's going to happen? You might be surprised. You might not be surprised, but you'll find out later. All right. You might be surprised where I have them, too. Let's go, let's go to the team that's going to finish last in the division. Connor Howes, New York Jets. New England Patriots. We already know about the Jets. Zach Wilson, rookie season. Again, rookies usually don't pan out how you want them to in their first season. I think Zach Wilson's going to be a decent quarterback when it's all said and done. Not one of the best from this draft class. Pretty good draft class. I think Lawrence will be better. I think Zach, Mac Jones will be better. I think Fields might even be better. I got the New York Jets finishing in fourth place. Four and 13 is my prediction for the Jets this season. I think the defense is pretty horrendous, and it's not going to lead them anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you on pretty much all counts. I think Wilson's a little better than you're, uh, than you're describing. I think. Anthony! Yeah, I really don't know how they're going to play out as far as who does what, as far as rookie quarterbacks go, where they shake out. I got them doing a little better than you. I agree they're going to finish last in the division. I got them 5-12. and 5-12. and 12. Connor would be very happy. No, he wouldn't. No, it'd probably be Connor thinks they're going to finish out of Miami. I know it. No way. Yeah, he does. He definitely does. We'll, we'll, we'll hear it from that. That's ridiculous. All right. New England Patriots. Again, we'll talk about the Patriots a little more towards the end of the show. So to, to round out, Justin and, I, Justin and I have uh, the same... Uh, same way they're finish. finishing. Same finish here. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the last team, but we got the same finish. Finishing the same. Go ahead. Patriots. I looked through the. I actually looked through the schedule not for every team, but I looked through the Patriots schedule. If you don't see on the side, this is what I think they're gonna do in every game: win, 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 loss, win, loss, win, 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 loss, win, loss, loss, win, 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 loss. So that comes that's out a lot of wins. Eleven and six for the New England Patriots this I season. I think that's a little. I think that's a reach. Should we go? I'll go through the schedule real quick. What do you have them going first off? 
So I have the Patriots going nine and eight. Um, I, I like the Patriots this year. I particularly like their defense. I am concerned with the offense. I Here's how I see it going. I think it's a lot of low-scoring, tight defensive games. The Patriots are going to run the ball a ton. And, I mean, Mac Jones is going to do what he has to do, but I, I just don't have the confidence in a rookie quarterback to, you know, take on these game-winning drive situations because that's what I see it needing to be when your defense is what's keeping you in a game. It, it's not going to be, you know... A, a dominant shakedown every week by the Patriots. I think if they get to a record that you're saying, the defense would have to be incredible. They'll I be good. I think it's going to be good. I don't think it's going to be that good. I mean, the schedule doesn't isn't super favorable in my opinion for the Patriots either. But well, I think it's I got them going. Ab- I don't. I think they got them going above 500. Nine, nine and eight for me. All right. So you want to hear it real quick? We'll talk about the Patriots more soon. Go ahead. I got them beating Miami. Go to one and zero. Yeah, I think so too. Winning at the Jets to go to two and zero. Winning against the Saints at home, 3-0. I don't know if they'll do that. No Michael Thomas. I think they can beat him without him. I don't know. I mean, that, that's you're talking about Mac Jones going... I mean, they're not playing in New Orleans for that game, but it's, it's, it's a, a home game. That's like the legit team that he is playing against. Like, yeah, that's I'm, the first legit team he's playing against. I just don't, I don't think, think Winston he's got has it. it. Then home against the Bucs, the first loss, go to 3-1. Yeah, he'll lose. At Houston, I don't see how they lose that they game, 4-1. and one. Home against Dallas, I gave it a loss. That's, they should lose. Dallas, two. Dallas is too much firepower. And then home against the Jets, I marked that down as a win. Five and two. Maybe. And then after that, I was you're probably gonna think they're gonna lose one of these, but I went I went with both wins. Yeah, at the Chargers, I went with a win, six and two. I think they lose that game. I think our defense is too tough for that Chargers offense. And then at Carolina, I think it's another win, seven and they two. They should win that. Bill Belichick knows how to coach against Sam Darnold. I think they'll lose one of those games. And then home against Cleveland, that's probably a loss. Yep. Seven and three, and then I went to the next game at Atlanta. I don't think that Atlanta team's that good. They should win. Eight and three, home against Tennessee. I put it as a loss. Yep. Eight and four. Should lose at Buffalo. I think it's a loss. Yep. Eight and five, mm-hmm. and then I got them winning their next three games at Indianapolis. That should be a loss in my opinion. I think they'll beat Indy nine and five. I don't. Home against Buffalo. I think they'll win ten and five. I think they're gonna split with Buffalo either way. I don't think so. And then they'll beat Jacksonville ten and five. Yeah, or eleven and five, and then their final game at Miami. They always struggle in Miami. I think it's a loss, eleven and six. Yeah, I mean, there's a few games there. I just, I don't, I don't think they beat the Colts, um, and I, I, I just, I don't. I think you got too much confidence in a young, inexperienced offense. I they, do. I like this guy. I really do. They just haven't worked together. Like, it, there's going to be some lumps early on for sure, and I, I think they're going to drop some games you aren't expecting them to. Comment your Patriots predictions for your records. All right. So me and Jake are the same, basically the same scenario going on: the Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, Jets. It should probably go play out in that order, but we'll find out. That's the mm-hmm. AFC East. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the AFC North. Might as well start with the worst That's team in the division. Right. What? That's the next one I wrote down. Oh, East, North, Southwest? Yeah. Perfect. AFC North, Cincinnati Bengals. I get them finishing in last. Joe Burrow's back. Mm-hmm. How healthy is he going to be? He has a hell of a... He he's some, fully healthy. I just don't know yeah. how good he's going to be. He got some good wide receivers on the team. Great wide receivers. He got Higgins. He got Chase. He got Boyd. The defense might be one of the worst in the league. And that's why I see this team only winning four games. I don't got them going four and thirteen. I got them at five and twelve. I mean, we're in the same boat here. I think the offense is going to be very good. The offensive line is is actually improved. I think Mixon will have a good year. I like the receivers. They're the only place they're really lacking is tight end. And I think Burrow has a very good year. It's just you're right. That defense is weak, and it's going to cost them a lot of games. I think they're going to be in some shootouts, but they just won't be able to keep up because whatever defense they're playing against is better than the one they get to to rep themselves. So I got them going five and twelve. I think that there's some teams they play 
that they can just outshoot, outgun, and, and they'll get some wins. But you know, it's it's that's not a long term solution for winning. Brandon Farrar wants to know: Are we confident in Mac Jones as his quarterback three? Yes. If it's a two QB league, yeah. I mean, you're gonna roll two other guys better than him in all of our opinions week to week. That's fine. You know, if Mac Jones is your fill in, I think you're fine. I I just I wouldn't expect like you know three touchdown games from him. I really I don't see that happening. I think the Patriots are gonna run a ton, but as long as he's not like trigger happy and just a, you know a turnover machine, I think Mac Jones is a safe guy that you know could carry you through. I don't think he's going to win you a week. Yeah, QB3, I think I think he'll be fine. I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be comfortable starting him, but again, no. I think he's going to be a fine he, quarterback. He just won't be like a high – he's not a high-ceiling guy in my opinion at all. He doesn't have a ton of weapons either. No. But, all right, on to the next team. Should we start – let's go to the other. We'll go to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. This is a team that I feel like I might have them a little worse than Jake does. You do. I have the Steelers finishing 7-10 and 10 this season. And – they get a good defense. There's no doubt about that. I heard they have a decent offense too. They get a good offense, and Ben Roethlisberger's aging, and he has some good receivers. I know Jake's not that high on what Juju Smith and all those guys. I don't like Juju. They get a pretty good defense. They get a very bad offensive line. And I think that offensive line is going to hold them back, especially with a quarterback aging like Ben Roethlisberger. Yep. Tough division with Baltimore and Cleveland. Seven and ten, I think, somewhere in that neighborhood. This defense is good, but I just don't know if the offense can repeat what they did last season was special, at least at the beginning of the season. Yeah, they're not going to be like they were last year. No way. Um, I got them playing a little better than you. I got them at 9-8, and eight, but I think it's a very tough 9-8 and eight for them to get because I think the division outside of the Bengals is really good, and I think the Bengals could even take a game from them if they wanted to. Um, so it's, it's going to be an outside division-type season for the Steelers. If they want to succeed, they're going to have to beat some teams that you know they don't normally play. Um, I, I do have the same concerns about the offensive line. But as much as I don't like the receivers on that team very much, I think they play well into a poor offensive line. Juju is a short route runner. Chase Claypool likes to get the ball behind the line and go. And even Deontay Johnson knows how to run the slant really well. None of them are like super deep options. I mean, Claypool can do it, but they can all play well with short yardage passing. And I think that that's going to be a big play this year for the Steelers with a weak offensive line. Najee Harris, too, I think he's going to be good. Um, but, again, the offensive line concerns me. We'll see. I mean, if they have to respect the pass game, then he may be able, be able to have a good year, too. But I got them going 9-8, third in the division. All right, the top two teams in this division, they'll be Cleveland, Baltimore, Baltimore, Cleveland. And it's tough to really pick a winner of this division, in my opinion. I was looking at the record, the schedules a little bit. I get the ball, I'll go with both Let's teams. Let's talk about both. Baltimore, I got going 12-5. and five. Again, you know what Lamar Jackson's capable of. You know what he's not capable of. Mm-hmm. He's a great rusher. His passing needs a lot of improvement. Does not have the best arm in the world. The weapons around him aren't as bad as people think, in my opinion. Getting Sammy Watkins was a good addition. Mark Andrews. Marquise Brown's good. Mark Andrews. The offensive line's still very good. They got a great defense in Baltimore. And I think 12-5 and is... They'll go somewhere in that neighborhood. What do you got Baltimore going? I got Baltimore going 12-5 and as well. Um... Can I talk about both teams? Yeah, and then Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. Okay, I get going I'm eleven talk and about six. Both teams. I have both teams going twelve and five. Um, I think that Cleveland is the superior team here. I think that Cleveland wins the division, um, but I have both of them going twelve and five. I think it's going to really be like a neck and neck race all year. Um, but Cle- Cleveland's the team I think is a more complete roster. Um, I think Mayfield is going to take a step forward again. I think Odell like has to be better than he has been in the past couple of years. Same with Jarvis. 
And they still have Chubb and Hunt. It's a, it's a great combo. And the best um, offensive line in the league, probably. Yeah, and it's a tremendous offensive line. So I really do like Cleveland this year. I think Baltimore's going to, you know, they're like that out-of-the-box team that comes at you in a different way each time. And I think that they, you know, will win some games. Um, they, they have an MVP caliber quarterback. They yeah. got a decent run game, even with the injuries. Um, and the defense, you know, I think it took a step back, but it's pretty good. Um, I think that they beat some teams. You know, they, they play up. I don't think they play down very much. So I got them both going 12-5, and five, but Cleveland will win the division, in my opinion. Yeah, these are two very good teams. I mean, Baltimore's defense did take a step back. They lost Matthew Judon, as you know, to the Patriots. Cleveland has a better complete roster, like Jake said. I think Lamar Jackson, just having him as a quarterback, I'm more comfortable in him more than Baker Mayfield. I know Baker Mayfield had a great season last season. But if he can keep that up, it's going to be a real, real test with a lot of these teams that he's playing on the schedule. Cleveland has one of the hardest schedules in the league. 12-5 and five for Baltimore, 11-6 for Cleveland. And we get the same order exactly again in the AFC North. No, we don't. I have, well, oh, yeah, you have Cleveland, Cleveland first. AFC South. Let's start with the shittiest team in the division, the Houston Texans. Yep. 2-15. and 15. We all know what happened wow, with Deshaun Watson. Really? I think Houston's going to be the worst team in the league. They've got a terrible defense, an aging defense, a bad secondary they got Brandon Cooks, who's a good receiver, and I've never been a big fan of Tyrod Taylor. Oh, he's so good. I think he's terrible. He's so good. Well, he's got a running. I mean, he makes the playoffs like everywhere he goes. He's not making it here. No, I don't think so either. But I think he's he's solid. He's not going to be like really bad. I mean, he's not he's not one of the worst QBs in the league, but he doesn't have an offensive line. He doesn't have anyone to throw to besides Brandon Cooks. His running backs are. What a weird combination with David Johnson, Mark Phillip Ingram, Lindsay. and Philip Lindsay. I mean, what do, yeah, that is bizarre. Can Tyrod Taylor win more than two games? Yes. Most people will probably say yes. I'm going two and fifteen. Jake, what do you got? Three or four? I got four and thirteen. I I'm higher on Houston than most people, and I. Oh, speaking of Houston, oh yeah, what's up, Aiden Golden? Over oh, under one half. Over. Definitely over. Over by a half a game, Aiden. Definitely. They're winning you, two you'd games. Be dumb to take an under like that. It's not um, one and a half, is it? No, it's not. It's, it's like it, three and a half. They're, no, they're four. Their projection's four. Take the um, over. Well, for that. Yeah, take the over on one and a half. Um, four. It, I think they get four. I think they go four and 13. I like Tyrod. He's not, like, a hero. He won't, like, do anything spectacular. But if the defense strings together, like, a, a good game or two, like, well, they, they'll win some games. I don't think they're terrible. They get to play Jacksonville twice. Um, I think they go four and 13. All right, speaking of Jacksonville, what, what are they going this year? I got five and 12. Um, Same. Yeah, I mean, Lawrence is, is clearly an upgrade over who they've had. They traded away Minshew. Like, they clearly believe in him. I like the receivers a lot, in all honesty. Um, DJ Chark, to me, is is very underrated. Chark's good. Marvin Jones, the addition of Marvin Jones was huge. And I really see LaVisca Chenault having a good year. I think that he, you know, is like a gadget player for them. He's that, good. That actually puts up some good numbers this season. And I, Justin's higher on him than I am. But James Robinson's a good running back to yes. have. Um, and I don't think the defense is terrible. It's not like... By any means, good, but they'll do enough to win a few games. I think that they go five and twelve. Yeah, I got them five and twelve too. Again, we'll see what Trevor Lawrence does. I don't see him being a bad quarterback in this league at all. I think he's very good. Again, he came from a school that had a lot of dominant players, and he comes into the league as the Rays just hit a friggin' another home run against the Red Sox. Boy, the Red Sox are in trouble right now. But we'll talk about that next week or in two weeks or never again. But Jacksonville five and twelve. Again, their defense isn't that great. They do have a couple good players in the secondary. Henderson's going to be a very good player. They did get Shaquille Griffin from the Seattle Seahawks. So they have a couple veterans, a couple younger guys in that I secondary. I watched him preseason. That guy got burned, like, repeatedly. Who, Griffin or Henderson? Griffin. 
I mean, he's not bad. By, like, random dude. He's an average cornerback By, in like, the league. random dude. The defense is going to be the do- downfall of this team. I am very high on James Robinson this season, as you all know. But, yeah, 5-12 and 12 is somewhere where they probably should be. Over-under is, what, probably 4.5, 5.5, somewhere around there. Yeah, there. I think it's 5. All right, up next, we'll go, we'll go up the list. So the Indianapolis Colts are a team that I have underperforming this season. you got to put in some surprises. The, talking about good offensive lines, I know we said the Cleveland Browns have one of the better offensive lines in the league. This Colts offensive line is... Definitely top five, in my opinion. Carson Wentz comes to the team. He's will, an upgrade. Will he be healthy? That's the main question. Yes. I, I don't see him playing more than 13 games a season for the Indianapolis Colts. He will, because that's how he gets paid. Michael Pittman's a very good receiver. I think he could have a breakout season for the Colts. T.Y. Hilton's not healthy. And the real reason why I have this team at 7-10, and 10, I really don't think the defense is that great. I know a couple oh, years good. back you it's thought it was so good. good. From top to bottom, I think it's going to be very inconsistent. you got Bachner, you got Darius Leonard. I think the secondary is not going to be that effective this season. You give me Xavier Rhodes as your number one cornerback, and I don't see the secondary being able to stop a lot of teams, especially the Titans in the South. I mean, on paper, I'm with you. Like, they're not—I'm not going to say, like, you know, they're a star-studded cast, but it's a very cohesive unit that knows how to play together. It, I, I like the defense, and I like the offensive line, and I think Wentz is an upgrade over Phillip Rivers. And this team had, what, 10 or 11 wins last year? Like, I—and that's with one less game on the season— I I just think that they've upgraded as far as the team goes. The only thing that stepped back is is T.Y. Hilton, but I really think he was a non-factor last year. I think Michael Pittman's better. I think you, Carson Wentz an upgrade, like I said. And I got the Colts going 10-7 and seven this season. I think that they are... Bridget said, huh? Hello. Hello, Bridget. 10-7. <laughs> um, I got them 7-7. Yeah, 10-7 for me. I think that they're like... Well, better than the Patriots. Like I, like I got the Patriots going nine and eight. No I, way. I think the Colts are better than them. You think the Colts will be better than the Patriots? Yeah, I do. Should we live that on the show? Sure. No, you'll be rooting for the Patriots. I don't want. To do I will time. be rooting for the Patriots, but I do think the Colts will be better than the Patriots. No way. All right. So then the team that ten and seven for the Colts. I don't think the Tennessee Titans are going to have any trouble winning this division. Jake might think they have a little trouble with Indianapolis, but. Nope, Jake, Jake loves Tennessee. I, I, I like Tennessee. I'm not going to say I love them. I do love them. Adding Julio Jones is obviously a monster move. Derrick Henry's a monster running back. Ryan Tannehill's been great ever since he's been end. in Tennessee. They did lose the tight end. Anthony Ferks is the number one tight end. I get them winning 11 games. I'm guessing Jake has about 13 or something like that. What, you do? 12 and 5. So Jake at 12 and 5. I got 11 and 6. Again, this offense is incredible. And the reason why I think this team loses six games is I'm not that high on the defense. Again, they did lose some pieces their from last season. Do it enough. Yeah, their they're, offense will be good. They're gonna. They're might be the highest scoring team in the league. Like I wouldn't be surprised. Tannehill will have his inconsistencies. I think. I don't. And you know what I think about I think this team as I well. Think he's stellar. AJ Brown needs to stay healthy. I got to see it to believe it. Under nine touchdowns, take it. Do you think that there will be games where AJ Brown and Julio both do not play? There might be a couple. That would be bad for them. That'd be very bad. But depending on, who depending on who they're playing, I I still think they can win. Like, Derrick Henry is that good. He is a monster. And the offensive line is pretty solid. Yeah, it's, I um, mean, it's a good offense. I Yeah, I'm, like, very high on this offense. The defense is, is pretty middle of the pack, in my opinion. But I think it can be. I think this team is that good offensively. And I, I think they win the division. I think they win it pretty easily. I got them at 12-5. Yeah, 11-6, 12-5. Again, it's not the toughest division in the world either. Probably one of the three or four weakest, and Anthony says the Colts question mark, question mark. Colts are finishing 7-10. and 10. Jake has the Colts finishing at 10-7. and seven. Mm-hmm. Is that the biggest discrepancy so far? Yeah, it probably is. But then three we... Three games? So in the South, we got Tennessee, Indy, Jacksonville, Houston, 
all uh-huh. finishing in the same place. All right. Uh-huh. Going to finish the, the AFC. The only difference we've had so far is I have the Browns winning the division. You have the Ravens winning it. Yeah, and the West, I bet, it's going to be a little different. But I, I haven't looked at your paper yet. So. We'll see. All right, we'll start with the team that we definitely we'll both have We'll start with the team that will win the division. And that's the Kansas City Chiefs. There's no that's ifs. That's not who I had. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. There's no ifs, Sorry. ands, or buts about this. I get the Kansas City Chiefs winning the division. Tied for the best record in football. You'll see who I haven't tied with. You probably know. I'm with you there. And again, there's not a lot of weaknesses on this roster. You got Patrick Mahomes. The defense is actually pretty solid. You got yeah, you got two studs on the line in Chris Jones and Frank Clark. Your secondary was much improved last season, and you know the weakness in the Super Bowl was the offensive line. They, they were improved. banged up. They, improved. they were banged up. They added Joe Tooney from the Patriots. They added Orlando Brown from the Ravens. They knew what they were doing. You look at this roster, and if you had to pick out one weakness to me, I mean, they don't have the best linebackers in the world, but I don't think they really need to. And you they have don't. a good secondary and such a good D line. Yeah, it's a great team. Their offense can also just score at will. Like it, it, it's a scary weapon when you're so confident in your offense that you know your defense can can be sacrificed. Like it, it is truly special. Um, I think the Chiefs are gonna have a, another great year. I mean, like barring a Patrick Mahomes injury, they should be the best team in the conference. I think that they will play like the best team in the conference. And I have yeah. them going fourteen and three. Yeah, fourteen and three. So we both get them fourteen and three. Who should we do next? Can we go with a random one? Let's yeah. go with the Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah, this is this is kind of a wacky division. Yeah. So the Raiders. I get the Raiders finishing in fourth place in the division. So do I. Good. I got them 6-11. and 11. Again, this is a team every season. I feel like it's just the same pile of junk. It is the same pile of junk. Like, they, like there's they, nothing the Raiders, attractive about this The team. Raiders are the team that coming into every single week, unless they are playing like maybe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like I'm not even going to say it for the Chiefs, but unless they're playing like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I don't know who's winning that game. The the Raiders yeah, could absolutely come out and win a game they're not supposed to. They could lose to a team that absolutely sucks balls. Like they are so inconsistent, but it it, it, it always results in them falling just short of the playoffs and I I don't like them. I think this year they're even worse. Their their receivers are absolutely garbage. Um and and I, I don't like the moves they made in the offseason either. They did almost nothing for their defense. And Yeah, the defense is trash. And their their biggest move was adding a player to a position they were already stacked at at running back. Like it yeah. made no sense. I have them going seven and ten. I know you said six and eleven. I got seven and ten for the Raiders. I think that they're like a team like I said, they'll probably win some games they're not supposed to, so so I got seven and ten. Yeah, again, this defense isn't that good at all. You look at the secondary, yeah. there's not really any guys that stand out. It's a very young secondary. You get A.J. Terrell as your number one cornerback. And the defensive line's nothing great. Moving on to the offense, like Jake said, you add Jacobs, which with Jacobs you add Drake, Drake, which really didn't make any sense. None. You lost your number one wide receiver from last season to the Patriots, Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, and Henry Ruggs is not ready. Yeah, and then you get Henry Ruggs, Hunter Renfro. They're not terrible. Not that Hunter Renfro. No, not the, not <laughs> the, the Red Sox Hunter Renfro, the other one. <laughs> That's funny. They're actually the one who's actually too, worse. And then who else do you got? A bunch of pilot dog food. Who knows? Yeah, dog food. So the, that's the, it. The only bright spot is Darren Waller, and he's going to have a fantastic year, but, like, it's a tight end. He can't do that much. My answer to Bridget's question is no. I mean, obviously we want the Patriots to do good, but I actually looked through this schedule week one and week 17, I think they're no, actually I, there, there's absolutely no bias here. And – and I, I mean, I, I'm obviously a Patriots fan. Like, I won't, I won't like go out and say I'm not a Patriots fan. But because of how much I love watching football, I think that my my difference between like 
loving the Patriots and just loving football is the 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 least of all the Boston sports. Yeah, I mean, and it and it's not it's nothing against the Patriots. I'm I'm so happy that I'm. No, I disagree. Fan. I can't I can't do that to them. What? Like I I mean it's like in I mean hockey. Like I don't I don't give a shit about hockey. Like I'll I'll say that that's closer for hockey. But like basketball, it's like Celtics and then the rest of the league. Patriots, I'm like I'm loving watching the Patriots, but like the level of where I love watching football is also so much higher that. I just oh, you know, no. it's not it's different for me. Patriots lose. I, I it takes me a longer time to fall asleep. Last I'll be year thinking I couldn't about care less. Yeah, I mean last year was like last year I could not care less. It was like humped groundhog. Day. Like I don't know what last yeah, year. Yeah, no, was. last it's like <laughs> obviously when we have Tom Brady and we're vying for a Super Bowl every year, the the, the stakes are different. But now but, we're back. Yeah, we're but, back. I no, think we're, we're back. We're not back. We're back. We're not back, okay? The the Patriots will be decent and like I'm gonna be excited to watch them because they could be good, but we're still a couple years away. Like our our offense is so bad. And Last year was just like I was just a football fan. Last year I couldn't have given any less of an f about the Patriots. Yeah, no, this is the um, year. I mean, it's not the this year. Is but the, this is gonna this be a fun year. Guys. This is gonna be a fun we've, season. We've done our due. We've really waited for this one. This is the year. But I feel like we're young um, kids again. Just think about it. Like now we got this kid that's younger than us, the quarterback. This is the this is the future. Yeah, ask Connor how that goes. We'll see. He's done it like three times. This kid's gonna be um, good. We'll talk about the Patriots more towards the end of the show. How that went with Geno Smith? Yeah. Um, What's he working okay, on? Okay, so. So Kansas um, City in first, Las I don't Vegas in last. What we were talking about. I don't know how that came up. Um, Bridges oh, question. Bridges, Bridges <laughs> question. Um, All right, Kansas City no, in the, first. There's no bias here. I I seriously went week to week, looked at every matchup, and gave a tally mark to the team I thought would win, and then I finished by writing down their records. Like there's no bias here at all. I didn't say, oh, the Patriots are are really good because they're the Patriots. None, none at all. Uh, so you get the Chiefs in first place in the West, Vegas in last place. The team that we're going to talk about next is the Los Angeles Chargers. Again, another team that's just like, ugh. Like, a lot of these teams in this division just give me, like, I think I'm higher on them than you are. So the Chargers, again, they get a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. One year's down. We'll see. The second, the second year is huge for these quarterbacks a mm-hmm. lot. And he has two good receivers, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Yep. They lost their tight end in Hunter Henry. Jared Cook's a little bit of a downgrade. Yeah, I mean, he's, like, fast. He has yeah. terrible hands. And but... their offensive line's so-so. Yeah, but they got someone back. Who? On their Austin line? Eckler. Austin Eckler. Oh, yeah, their running backs back. Yeah, Eckler's good. Is, this They'll is the most different. important thing. Difference this is This is more important than them losing Hunter Henry. This is To me, this is more important than Herbert elevating his game from last year. Austin Eckler is the most talented player on this team. I think he's more talented than Herbert. I think he... Derwin James is good, too. Shut up. I think that this guy is a very special running back. He is, like, in the... the Upper echelon? He's in the upper echelon of running backs, in my opinion. I think he's severely underrated. And it's not that he, like, is so... He's not, like, Derrick Henry dominant. He's not, like, Christian McCaffrey strength. The guy can just do everything. He's like he's like Alvin Kamara to me. Like, he... He yeah, he's is, good. He's he is good. like Alvin Kamara to me. I think he's very good. A couple years ago, he had 11 touchdowns when he played all, all season. You hear what he's doing this year? Catching the ball. If you own him on your fantasy team and then you like, oh, send he'll him sign a DM, your jersey, right? He'll send you like a signed jersey. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm pumped about that. I don't. You didn't draft him. Uh, dude. Well, may, I got one more league. Um, maybe I'll I'll draft him just for that. So, I really love Austin Eckler. I think the Chargers are going to be pretty good. I actually like the defense a lot. Um, I have them going nine and eight. I have them going eight and nine. Oh, so it seems like we have them like completely different like boats. It seems like you're talking like the Chargers are going to be like fifteen and two, and I'm talking they're going to be like two and fifteen. Yeah, I mean, I get them going eight and nine. It's not that big of a difference, but yeah, watch out for Austin Eckler and his tremendous year. I think their defense is a little overhyped, in my opinion. The the line's not good. Derwin James is a good addition to get back, but again, 
I think there's two teams in this division that are better. So let's get to the next oh, one. Oh, I don't. This is the you team. Think the Broncos are better than the Chargers again. You got to throw in a little surprise. What well, my surprise last year was the Detroit Lions. Yeah, how'd that really go? I, no, wait, wait, wait. Let's, I like let's, not, let's not gloss over what you just said. Last year, Justin said the Detroit Lions would not only win the division, but I think you said they'd be 11 and 5. Yeah, 11 and 5. I think they went 5 and 11. It wasn't too bad. That's, that's terrible. And their coach got fired. And their coach got fired like four, four weeks into the season. So the Denver Broncos. Yeah. I think they're a good team. I Again, Teddy Bridgewater, in my opinion, is the better choice than Drew Locke. Definitely agree. The running game. Is with Melvin Gordon, the starting running back, it's a joke. But really? I mean, I don't think Melvin Gordon really has anything left in the it's tank. It's weird. I like I like him as a runner, but if he is on the goal line or in any situation where he could possibly fumble, he will. I think this is the he surprise team. So much. This is the surprise team in the league, at least in the AFC, in my opinion. No. The offensive line isn't great, but I think if if Teddy Bridgewater can have a solid season, he has enough weapons around him for this team to be consistent. And Noah Fan has to be healthy, first of all. Because when he's healthy, he can yeah, guys like Dwayne the Sutton Rock Johnson, Sutton and Judy and Hamler and Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick is very good, by the okay, way. Okay. Tim Patrick, look at his stats from last season. He was really. I think Tim Patrick got like almost eight touchdowns. Last I think season. he's still a free agent in our fantasy league. You want to go pick him up? I was looking. He's like ranked two sixty five in the ESPN ADP on our draft tomorrow. So I actually wrote that down. Well, but we're in a deeper league, so maybe you'll get him. The Broncos have a good receiving core. A lot of people are high on Jerry Judy this season. Again, yeah. I'm not as high as a lot of these other high I just, people I are. I just don't see how Teddy can spread the wealth like that. I think the offense is good enough for this team to be over five hundred. And you know why I really like them? Defense. The defense. They it's have a great, great defense. defense. No, it's I, a great I do defense. think they have a great defense, and I won't. I won't knock that at all. I think the defense is very, very good. And their kicker you like, um, too. I love the kicker. Brandon McManus is a, is a great kicker, and it's not just because he kicks a mile high and gets a few extra feet on all his boots. But his boots. I, yeah, on his boots. Um, I, here's, here's my issue, okay? You're, you're talking about how great the receivers are, and I agree. I think that the receivers are very good. They're good, yeah. But you're knocking the running game, Okay. Javante Williams is going to be good. Think about where I'm going with this, okay? You're knocking the running game. I don't think... I, th- I think Teddy Bridgewater is better than Drew Locke, but I don't think he has the skill to support an offense that needs to rely on a passing attack. It, I just... I think that with him at quarterback, you need to have a strong running game. When he was a, when he was a quarterback in Minnesota, they had Adrian Peterson. When he was a quarterback in Carolina, they had Christian McCaffrey. Now, and when he was a quarterback in uh, New Orleans, they had Alvin Kamara. Javante Williams. Now they have Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. I don't think it's enough for me to say that this offense is going to be good enough to win games. The defense is really good. The defense but, is why I have this team finishing over 500. I mean, they're cl- for me, they're 7-10. and 10. Like, I think they're going to be okay. I, I think they're going to be in games. They're the kind of team that doesn't just get rolled over very often. But I don't think that they're going to be that good. I think that this could be... I'm not saying it will be. I think this could be the best secondary in the league this season. It might be. Your safety is Kareem Jackson's old, but Justin Simmons. I think the Patriots have a better secondary. Justin Simmons is a great safety from Boston College. And then your cornerbacks. You get Kyle Fuller and Ronald Darby. And you just added Patrick Sertan, who could be the best cornerback in this draft. Don't forget about Von Miller and Bradley Chubb up front. Mm-hmm. It's a great If they're defense. healthy. It's a great defense. I'd be surprised if they finish under 500. Again, okay. I don't think they're going to beat the Chiefs. And nobody does. But I got them winning 10 games. Okay. That's so, the AFC. That's the AFC. If, if you could, give me your 1-7 to seven playoff picture for the AFC. Oh, and then we'll talk about the results after? Yeah, well, then we'll go to the NFC. All right, so one Kansas City. 
I also have Kansas City. Two, I have Buffalo. I also have Buffalo. Three, I have Baltimore because they I won have, the division. I have Cleveland. And then four, I get Tennessee. Yep. Then here come the wild cards. Five, I have Cleveland. Yeah, I have Baltimore. Six, I have my and your New England Patriots. I have the Colts. And then seven, Teddy Bridgewater and the Denver Broncos. Seven, I have the Chargers. Wow. So we got five teams the same. Yeah, and then, I think we can both agree they're the best five teams in the conference. Like, yeah, then, there's no question for me there. Um, and then I have the Colts and Chargers, and you have the Patriots and Broncos. Broncos. <laughs> what? I don't have the Patriots making the playoffs. Patriots, Broncos. And I, I have don't think the, the Red Sox getting schlacked. I don't think the Patriots make the playoffs. Jesus. The wow. Rays are just hitting bombs right now. <laughs> yeah, they just hit another home run. Um, yeah, I, I don't think the Patriots make the playoffs this year. I mean, it, I think that they're going to have the same record as the Chargers, and the Chargers are going to make the playoffs. But as we talked about with your, uh, your running through of the schedule, I think the Chargers beat the Patriots, and I think that that's the difference maker right there. That was a terrible game last season. Didn't we have been like 42 nothing? Yeah, we rolled them. That was crazy. But it's a different team. Different teams. Both teams are extremely different. Different year. Watch out for Austin Eckler. We're older. All right. Toes Herbert. Moving on to the NFC. I'm telling you, this is going to be a pretty long show, so <sighs> stay awake, everyone. <sighs> All right, NFC. 837. Should we go the same? East, north, southwest? That's what I did. Yeah. All right, NFC East might be the most unpredictable division in all of football. I think this year it's a little more predictable. Uh, I don't. All actually, right. looking at I have a very actually, looking at how this went. I I don't either. I think this I'm division. Looking at your standings, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I think this division's whack. Should we just like go in alphabetical order? Who comes sure. first in the alphabet in this division? Cowboys. So the Cowboys. Speaking of the Cowboys, this is the team that's going to win the division. Not in my opinion. Their defense sucks. Sucks balls. In fact. This defense stinks, and they really do. They're terrible. Their secondary is bad. Their line is not Michael great. Parsons. Their linebackers are actually good, though. you got to give credit to their linebackers. Mm-hmm. Jalen Smith, Leighton Van Der Esch, if he ever stays healthy. Micah Parsons, who might be might be the defensive rookie of the year. Maybe. you got a very good linebackers, and then your secondary is going to have to be good, and I don't think it's going to be as bad as people think because Trayvon Diggs is a decent cornerback, and he's your number one. He shouldn't be a number one cornerback. The defense is bad. But the reason why this— Team's going to go 10-7 and seven and win the division and come in first is because I think Dak's back, and he is back. And I think that meaning him being back is going to mean that he has a lot of good receivers around him. Say Dak back. Well, Dak back, Dak back, Dak back. I can't speak. I can't speak. All right, you got Michael Gallup. You got CeeDee Lamb. You got Cooper. You got one of the best running backs in the game. You got some shitty-ass tight ends. and you got a, Jarwin. And you got a good offensive line. I think this division is overall pretty trash. But wow, I, think, I don't. I think the best division in football— is the NFC West, not the NFC East. Yeah. But saying that, 10-7, and 7, I think, is good enough to win this division. We'll get to the other teams later. But I think this is the best offense, and I think usually the defense matters. But in this case, no. Dallas wins the division. The defense mattered last year. It won't for the football team this season. I also have the Cowboys going 10-7, and 7, oh, but I don't have them winning the division. Not looking. I do not have them winning the division. I agree with you. They're the best offense by far in this division. They're, they have all the firepower. They're tremendous. The defense is really bad, okay? Um, it's really, really bad, and I think they're going to lose to a lot of good teams, and they're going to hope that they beat all the bad teams, but when you're a team that relies purely on offense and your defense is a complete sieve, sometimes things aren't clicking and you might have a problem. Um, can I move on to the team I think is going to win the division? Who's that? That's the Washington football team. That's the team I got finishing dead last in the division. Well, I'd like to talk about the Washington football team while we're at it. Um, As I said, the Cowboys will finish second in the division at 10-7. I think the Washington football team will finish first in the division at 11-6. I am 
pretty high on this team. I think the defense is great. I think that they made very, very good upgrades on the offensive end. I think Curtis Samuel was a really good addition. I like Terry McLaurin a lot. And, I mean, the offense wasn't that bad last year, and they added Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is way better than any quarterback they had last year. I really like Fitzpatrick. I think that you were looking at an offense last year that most of the time had Alex Smith. It was a lot of dink and dunk, a lot of you know safe plays. Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to air that ball out, and they are going to be all over the place on offense. I'm very excited. I think Antonio Gibson has a spectacular year as well. Um, for me, I think they have rounded out their team. The defense is going to be really good. It's the best really defense good. in the division. Yeah, it's, the defense is going to be really good. The offense, I think, is going to be probably the second best in the division. Um, and I think they're going to go 11-6 and six this year. I think this is going to be the worst offense in the division. That's mainly Tell the me reason. Why. I've been finishing 6-11. and 11. What do you have them finishing? 11-6. and six. So I have Washington finishing 6-11 and 11 this season. Again, this is a great defense. They, they added. Great. Tell me why what I said was wrong. The, the defense part of it was completely right. Yeah. They added Jamin Davis, or however you pronounce his first name, from the yeah. University of Kentucky. Uh-huh. Besides that, they didn't really need to do much to their defense because it was so good last season. Yep. Offensive line is okay, and it was okay. It finished, I read the stat today, the 16th best offensive line in the league, which is actually pretty middle of the pack, if you ask me. Pretty middle of the pack. So they have the 16th best offensive line in the league last season, and the reason why I don't think this team is going to be that good I think this is the year it all falls down for Ryan Fitzpatrick. No, I think this is it. never. This guy is like Tom Brady two point oh. He's I think this never is never going to die. I think this is it. The beard's getting a lot more gray no than it way. has in the past. No way. Terry McLaurin is, is a like, good receiver. Is he like forty two? He's probably like thirty nine. <laughs> look at I don't know. Terry, McLaur- Terry McLaurin is a chance to be one of the ten best receivers in the league, and he I probably think, will I be. I think he absolutely will be. Um, but besides that, Curtis Samuel is a good. It's a good addition. Huge addition. He's a good addition. It's a very. I don't, good I don't have addition. like a Curtis Samuel. He's underwear. thirty-eight. He's thirty-eight. He's got plenty of time. Plenty of gas in the tank. You didn't even Ryan. mention the tight end. They have a good tight end too. Oh, I love Logan Thomas this year. Yeah. They have Last, a good t- okay, that's another one. Fitzpatrick I for- doesn't. Do I it forgot for me. to mention that. Okay. Last year, three quarterbacks started for the Washington Football Team. That's Alex Smith who the year before had, like, no legs. Yeah. Dwayne Haskins, who almost doesn't belong in the league. And Kyle Allen, who I dare you to pick out of a lineup. And now they've added Ryan Fitzpatrick. And Logan Thomas was the third best tight end in fantasy football He won't be this season. With those three guys. Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to pepper that ball all over the place. It is. It, I'm so pumped for this team. I, I'm really – I mean, it's going to be fun to watch Fitzpatrick in Washington. But I'm telling you – this is the year that the wheels fall off for Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think you're so wrong. Finishing like, fourth. He's, McLaren's good, and who else do they have? Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel's good. He can run the ball, too, by the way. Yeah. And Antonio Gibson's the X factor for this team for me. He's huge. If Antonio Gibson... He's going to have a good year. He's gonna, yeah, he's not Christian McCaffrey like everyone's saying he is. No, but they're going to use him like Christian McCaffrey. We'll see. I think they're, I think they're last. Good defense. Not going to be as good as last season. Logan, Logan Thomas isn't as good as last season. And Ryan Fitzpatrick... You think the offense is just going to be terrible? I don't think it's going to be terrible, but I just think you they have th- to if they go six and eleven. With so, l- let me ask you. I got them going through. I was looking. They're going to go three and three in the division. Let me ask you a question. And the rest of their schedule, they're going to go three. Let and me eight. ask you a question because I because I'm curious here. You sound like you're saying the same thing about two different teams, but you got two di- completely different records for them. Why their defense is whose defense is better, Washington or Denver? It's going to be pretty neck and neck. Then why is Washington six and eleven when Denver is ten and seven for you? Because I went through every team's schedule and looked at who they play. I don't see it. Look at their schedule. I you'll think be like, Washington's oh, going to get some wins. They're good. Like 
All when I imagined, I did the same thing. Okay, when I imagined Washington playing, and teams, I was like, lost, lost, lost. When lost, I imagined lost, Washington lost. playing teams, all I could see was Ryan Fitzpatrick on the run, throwing a forty-yard bomb downfield, and and every time it just works. I don't want to say it this, works but I kind of see him, every time. I kind of see him on one of those golf carts and be like, uh oh, <laughs> here comes the cart. <laughs> But um, we'll see. I, that's just what I I'm see not wishing any time. harm to him. I just see a, a gun going down the field from Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like, it is I, – I think he's going to carry that team. I really do. I don't. I think he's the main reason why they're going to finish in the gutter. Okay. Up next. We both have them in third. Oh, I guess we stopped the alphabetical order thing. <laughs> yeah, because I, I wanted to talk about Washington. All right, well, keeping the alphabetical order thing, let's go to the New York Giants. The New York Giants – I have finishing ten and seven like the Dallas Cowboys. Have you ever done the alphabet? Yeah, the N- Eagles come before the Giants. Ends before P. Okay, I was going by team name, not city. Uh, yeah. So yeah, ends before P in the alphabet. Wait, L M N O P. Yeah, I was right. Yeah, but E's before G. Oh, I was doing the first name. <laughs> All right, so the New York Giants are next. I have the Dallas Cowboys going ten and seven, like you heard about. Seems like a half an hour ago now, but well, I also football team is a good one to talk. About. But I get the New York Giants going ten and seven. I heard the stat today about Daniel Jones. You know how many times he's fumbled the football in the last two seasons? Can I guess? Yeah. Are they lost fumbles or just all fumbles? I just heard the word fumbles. Okay, I'm gonna go with sixteen. Twenty nine. <laughs> He said 29 fumbles in the last two seasons. Whoa. That is pathetic. He'd be proud of me. Yeah, so Daniel Jones has fumbled the ball 29 times. 29 times. You by. think that's going to get better? You might not even be able to fumble the ball 29 times in oh, the last two on. seasons. I fumbled 29 in the first three games. But yeah, obviously that has to get better. And the reason why I'm not high on Daniel Jones and I've never been high on Daniel Jones, he got a good running back in Barkley if he can stay healthy. He has good receivers the in Slayton and Shepard. Terrible. Yeah, it's one of the worst in the league. Reason why I got him finishing over 500, I don't think this division's that good. I went through this division and went like, how are they going to do? 3-3 three and three in the division. 3-3, three 3-3, and 3-3. Three, three and three, three and three. I said, every team's going 3-3 three and three in this what? division. And then, the Giants' defense is underrated. Oh, God. The secondary's good. I always put a lot of perspective into how good the team's secondary is because when you get guys in your D-line, like the Giants do, Williams is a good player. They got yeah. Blake Martinez from Green Bay. Yeah. And you look at their secondary... And they get James Bradbury, who's one of the top 10 best cornerbacks in the league, in my opinion. And then you get a Dory Jackson, Logan Ryan. You're pretty deep. Again, every season it seems like they say, this is it. Is it Danny Dimes? What's he going to do? What's he going to do? I don't think he's going to do that good. He's, like, never going to have a healthy unit around him. But I think Saquon finds a way to stay healthy and plays at least 12 games. Okay. What do you got him going? 10 here's, the, here's the biggest discrepancy in, in all of our picks, I assume. I have the Giants going 4-13. and 13. Whoa. Um, I think they're terrible. I think the Giants are really, really bad. I think the offensive line is god-awful. And all of their skilled players are an injury risk at all times. Like, it, it's not even... Like, the only one I can almost guarantee will be healthy the whole year is Darius Slayton. And he's, like, their third best wide receiver. I, Daniel Jones fumbles a lot. You're right. Saquon, yeah, 12 now. games is, like, an okay bet. I think 12 is probably a safe bet. 12 games. But still, that's five games without your best player. Kenny Galladay is their best receiver, and he's already questionable. He's always and questionable. Sterling Shepard will get hurt at some point in the year. He, I guarantee you he gets a concussion. At Darius, some, Darius Layden's good. Dar- Sterling Shepard will get a concussion at some point in the season, um, and he will miss time because of it, and probably an extended period of time because it's like his 10th concussion. Um, I think the Giants are going to be terrible. Their defense is bad. Um, th- do they? I mean, I forget who they even have. Like, it, Do they have Eli Apple? 
He's, he's gone. They have James Bradbury. James Brad. They have Landon Collins. Blake Martinez. Yeah, Leonard Williams. Yeah, I mean, like that. I mean, Quentin Leonard Williams. They're they're a bunch of random assortments that aren't. They're the Island of Misfit Toys. Okay, like it's they, this is a bad team. I think they go four and thirteen. I think they're dead last in the division, and and I I have no respect for that team at all. So wow, yeah, four and thirteen. I got them going ten and seven. Then the last team we haven't talked about in the NFC East, Jalen Hurts, Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. This is a team that has a good defense. You, you got to think they got a good defense. It's, it's pretty solid. Very good front seven. Yeah. You got Cox. You got Derek Barnett. You got Javon Hargrave. You got who else? You got a lot of good players. You got a good linebackers. And then your secondary is so-so. But the key to the season is Jalen Hurts. No doubt. No doubt. Um, I think that— Nine and eight. Okay. I, I think the key is also Hurts— um, I'm not as high on them as you are. I looked at the schedule, and this was a team that, you know, going into me making my picks, I would have thought ended with a better record than what I said they would. But looking at their schedule, it's it's not very easy for me. I think the division is going to be harder than you think it is, um, and I think the Eagles are going to suffer more than other teams because of it. But Hertz should take a step forward. He beat some teams he shouldn't have last year, and we'll see if he can do the same this year. I don't like Sanders at all. Yeah, um, I never liked him. I, I think that Sanders is— Kenneth is, Gainwell, name to remember. Okay. I think I don't think Sanders is gonna have a very good year. I I'm not a big fan of him. I think he's kind of a weak, you know, fake bell cow running back. Um, I like the the addition of Devonta Smith. You know, they got um Rigor. Rager and Greg Ward, who you know is somehow a superhero. Um, and they got Dallas Gardner and Zach Ertz. So like Jalen Hurts should not be short on weapons here. I don't love the weapons, but he's got guys that you know I I can name. So that means they have to be somewhat decent. Um, I think they go seven and ten. I don't know why they're they're predicted to only get like six wins, but yeah, they're better than people. Think. They're they're definitely better than people think. Um, but I got them at seven and ten. I think it's a harder schedule than people think. And I'm higher on Jalen Hurts than Hurts than a lot of people. Maybe it's because he practically won me my fantasy league last season. But I think Jalen Hurts is a guy that can win him a lot of games, especially with the way he runs the ball. Yeah, I mean, he, like Mini Lamar, he's like Mini Lamar. He can be good. He can be very good. And I'm mm-hmm. surprised I don't have him in any fantasy fantasy leagues. But maybe that changes tomorrow. It's because there are a lot of good quarterbacks in fantasy. All right, so that's the NFC East, probably, definitely, so, so far. go with your order again. I got Dallas, good. New York, Philadelphia, then Washington. And I got Washington, Dallas, Philadelphia, New York. Yeah, this is, I'm telling you, it's a division that's like a lot of people. I've been doing the poll on Instagram every day, and it's like 15 people at Dallas, 13 had the Giants, 8 had the Eagles, 12 had Washington. It was crazy. All right, moving on to a division that's a lot less crazy. Yeah. The NFC North. Yeah. And we should probably start with one of the worst teams in football, the Detroit Lions. Yeah. What are they going, 11-5? and five? I got to, yeah. I had them going 11-5 and five last season. And the thing about the Detroit Lions team is this often stinks and Jared Goff's Terrible. Not, and Jared Goff's not that great. And you know you're, yes, 2 nothing Twins. All right. Um, your number one wide receiver is Tyrell Williams. Mm-hmm. And that just cannot happen if and you want to be a good football team. Uh, and, and, this, and not this St. Brown. Quintus Cephas? No. I don't know. Yeah, Mon St. Brown. That's their three receivers. It's Cephas, Williams... Amon Rasay Brown from the Falcons. Um, no, you're thinking about Quadri Alice something. No, Zephyrus. Zephyrus Samokis. Yeah. Yeah, Zydrunas Sogauskas. Yeah. Um, no, Detroit. Their defense is not terrible. You got the Patriots leftovers. Still Ziggy Anza. I don't think so. I guess probably the league. They get Trey Flowers. Okay. From the Patriots, they got another ex-Patriot Darius who I can't Slay. think of right now. No, he's on the Eagles. <laughs> But it's a bad football team. I think they're going to be the second worst team in the league. Madonna can sue. Three wins. Yeah, he's on the box. Three wins and 14 losses for the worst team in the I NFC. Think so too. Three and I 14. I think they're also three and 14. I think they're terrible. Um, 
Anyone that thinks Jared Goff is like a good return for Matthew Stafford is insane. I think that guy is total garbage. And I think he's going to get exposed this year. More often than not, a good quarterback can you somewhat survive with poor receivers. Like the, he can make it work a little bit. Yeah, Goff had really good receivers in LA, and I think it, it masked how poorly he is of a quarterback. Oh, he is going to be so bad this year that I think they move on immediately and try and get someone else. Yeah, I mean he's in a bad situation. That's not really his fault. I don't. Yeah, but I don't care. He's in and, a bad and situation. And I think Swift is a fraud. The only player that I will call a potential not breakout because he's a little bit older. But a potential surprise this year is Jamal Williams. I think Jamal Williams has a very good year on this team. He, he I mean, Hawkinson's going to get some looks. So I won't say he's the lone bright spot. But Jamal Williams is going to be a guy that nobody saw coming. He's going to be very good. Yeah, I mean, he was good in Green Bay. He just never got a chance with Jones and well, A.J. Dillon going to miss season. some time, so watch for Jamal Williams. And the Patriots guy I was thinking about, they have Jamie Collins, too. So they have Jamie Collins and Trey Flowers on the defense. And Jeff Akuda is a good cornerback from Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, I, I like him. But besides from that, it's... Pretty old up front and not that good anywhere else. No. All right, so they're going to finish last. And then I think the team that's going to finish second to last, a team every single season, I've never been that high on them, is the Chicago Bears. I also have them finishing second to last. With what record? 6-11. and 6-11 for the Chicago Bears, two too. Two for two. So I get the Chicago Bears going 6-11 and 11. again. This defense is good, but they say this is like a great defense every season. And it's, they do. I mean, that's it's like they're riding on their name at this point. Eddie Jackson's a good safety. They get some good guys in the secondary. Obviously, Khalil Mack's one of the best defensive players in the league. Yep. And well, you got let me ask you. Akeem Hicks up front. In what week does Justin Fields become the starter? I mean, I say, I say Dalton plays about five or six games. I was going to say week five. I was going to say week five, Justin Fields but again, if either Dalton's gets playing, in the game or is the starter. But if Dalton's playing good, I don't think they're going to take it away from him that fast. Either. No, but we both have him going 6-11. and 11. How, good, how good could he be playing? I don't think, whether with Dalton or whether with the Fields, I don't think the offense even has that much talent. No, they don't. I mean, Al Robinson's Robinson is great. And I think Darnell Mooney is going to have a good year. It's a and gross Cole team. Cole Komet, to me, is like, you know, a sort of like underdog receiver. I think he'll be, not receiver, tight end. I think he'll be solid. And I like Montgomery. I like Dave Montgomery. But... For whatever reason, even though I like the culmination of players, I do not think the team will be good. No, they're um, not. Chicago Detroit. 6-11 for me. Yeah, 6-11. and 11. And then we might as well just keep going up the list at this point because mm-hmm. the Minnesota Vikings are another team that it just seems like every year they should be better than they are. Yep. And a lot of crazy things it seems like usually happen to them. They have a great running back, and we all know that. Fantastic. And they got Kirk Cousins, and they got Justin Jefferson. You who like be that? one of the, Yeah. Justin Jefferson could be one of the breakout guys in the league this year. He, he kind of broke, broke out, out last season. He already broke out. He's great. Adam Thielen still is very good. Yep. Oh, my God. Tampa Bay just hit another home run. But um, but besides from that, the Vikings defense is good. Yeah, it's solid. They got Daniel Hunter. They got a couple other guys up front. But this team doesn't excite me. Kirk Cousins doesn't excite me. I got him finishing 8-9. and nine. Yeah, I mean, I'm right in the, the same area there. I got them at 7-10. and 10. Um, I think Dalvin Cook is, is going to be fantastic. And I, I'm not as confident on Justin Jefferson as you are, and it's it's not because of him at all. It's really because of Kirk. Um, I don't I don't think I used to be big on Kirk. Like I mean, he was good like last four season. or five years ago. I liked Kirk. I don't like Kirk very much anymore, and I'm a little concerned that Thielen's going to try and take his spot back. Um, yeah, but he's more of a slot. He was playing a lot of slots. Yeah, but I don't I don't want I don't think he wants to just like you know fall in the shadow of a kid in his second year. Like th- this guy was an elite receiver. Like people thought he was fantastic. Um, and don't forget, Irv Smith's a loss, too, for this team. Yep, definitely a loss. Um, and and I'm, I like the defense. I don't think it's fantastic. I think they're pretty good. They're I think 7-10, and 10, I, just don't, I don't think that they're going to... They're going to let a lot of games go in scoring in the scoring department. 
Um, they're going to be a lot of high-scoring games, but I don't think they can hang as well. Because late game, you can't just give the ball to Dalvin Cook every time when the clock's running. Yeah, and it, it, Cook's not... They don't have the best offensive line either. Even no. though how good Dalvin Cook is, if he was head of offensive if line like the Cleveland Dallas, Browns... he'd be filthy. Yeah, I mean, different situation. But this division, really, I don't think Green Bay's going to have any trouble winning this division at all. You got the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers, who's playing. We all know he's going to play. He was going to play the whole way. I got him going 12-5. and five. He doesn't have... He has better weapons than he had last season. Last season, you think about the team. They had Adams. They had Lazar. They got Valdez Scantling. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are forgetting who they added. Randall They Cobb. added Randall Cobb back, who has a lot of familiarity with Rodgers. Yeah, that'll work. And one of the more underrated pickups in the draft, I think, was a kid from Clemson and Amari Rodgers. No yeah. relation to Aaron Rodgers. But this kid's going to be what pretty about good. Richard Rodgers? He, I don't think he's there anymore, is No, he? he's not. No, he's gone. They got a good tight end in Robert Tonian. Well, Rodgers, Rodgers made him look good last season. Tonian. They got a decent offensive line, and then again, they have one of the better running backs in the game. And don't I forget think he's about AJ Dillon. Running back. Aaron Jones is great. Aaron Jones is fantastic. Um, I mean, I'm right with you. I think they go 13 and four, a little, one better than you. Um, they're going to win the division very easily, in my opinion. Um, per, like I think after like week five or six, we're going to say, oh, well, yeah, this is the Packers no division lose. Um, and they get three stars on defense too. They do. I, I like the the Smiths. Yeah, and then and Jari then, Alexander's very yeah, good. Yeah, he's very good. He's too. a good cornerback. Um, and then you know BJ Raji. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, I'm a fan of this team. I think that they're going to you know, pick up where they left off last year and be very dominant. Um, Rodgers is not like Ryan Fitzpatrick, in Justin's opinion. I don't think he falls off by any means. No, nah, Rodgers um, Roger still got Yeah, it. I, I got him at 13-4. I mean, the division, they could go 6-0 oh in the division. I, they'll probably go like 5-1, and one, but I like him a lot. Week 1, Rodgers versus Winston. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. All right, so Green Bay, Minnesota, Chicago, Detroit. Got that order exactly down, right? And uh, let's see about the South. I mean, who should we start with? The team that we probably both finish. Actually, no, I bet we both have a different. Let's start with the, the defending two worst teams, Atlanta and Carolina. Yeah. So let's start with the worst team, Atlanta, Carolina. Oh. All right. So let's start with Atlanta. Okay. The Atlanta Falcons. I'm definitely going to have them better than a lot of people have them. I have Atlanta winning seven games this season. I think that's pretty high. Yeah, you probably have like five, right? That's right. Yeah, so I get Atlanta winning seven games this season. They get a pretty favorable schedule. Matt they Ryan. lost Julio Jones. Yeah, they did lose Julio Jones, but I think you're gonna sound think this sounds crazy. I think it might have been for the better in a in a lot of ways. He's getting older. He's not what he once used to be. Yeah, but they weren't relying on him like they used to. They have a fantastic wide receiver. Yeah, they got Calvin Ridley now. They got Calvin Ridley they now. They always had him. Like, they have another great receiving tight end in Kyle Pitts. Yeah, and then Russell. Don't you think the, Russell don't you think the offense would have been nasty if they had Julio too? Yeah, but I don't know if Julio really. Julio's good still. And obviously they would have probably been better if they had Julio, but the defense sucks. Yeah, sucks. Yeah, sucks. Yeah. It's a terrible defense. Their best player is probably like Grady Jarrett on the defensive line from Clemson, who's actually not that bad. But then besides from that, they don't have much. This division's not great. Besides from Tampa Bay, I don't think it's great. I think Matt Ryan's going to be better than you expect this season. He's not going to be put up eye popping numbers he or anything like that. But get, but again, they got a running game with Mike Davis. You know what he did last season when Christian McCaffrey was down? Yeah, I, I don't... I That was a, kind of a fluke to me. I don't think he's that good. You don't think so? No, I think that they overpaid for a, a mid-level running back. And then their backup's on... What's his name? Cordero Patterson. No, he's not. There he is. What about... um? Who they have? Like Benny Hill? Yeah, they got... I think they got rid of him. They Mike Day. They get some other name that you'll be like, whoa, they have him too. But yeah, Jake, what do you, what do you think this team's going to be so bad for? I mean, we both have them bad. But Why do I think they're going to be bad? Because they're, they're bad every year. 
This team hasn't been good since they made the Super Bowl. Like, literally the year after they made the Super Bowl, they were god-awful. It is. Um, Wayne Gallman. Oh, yeah, okay. Wayne Gallman has been around. Um, it's a good line, too, but... Jerron Harmon's here, too. Yeah, I just don't like this team at all. I think the defense is really bad. Um, I think the division is, is going to be a challenge for them. and I mean, that's how it works for most bad teams. But this division in particular, I think they're going to get owned. Um, how about the other bad team? I think they're... I mean, I, they have the same record in my mind. But, oh, so yeah. Um, I, I think that the Falcons are going to get owned in the division. And I think that... I, I don't know what ludicrous statement you made about Julio, but losing him is a downgrade. Um, it's going to free up the field. It's going to free up the field? Calvin Ridley's going to You know have, what frees up the field? Calvin Ridley's going to have a the, breakout season. You know season. what's going to... Yeah, he had a breakout season last year. He had like 1,300 yards. He had like six touchdowns. Okay. He's going to have like 12. You know, what's, you know what opens up the field? A defense saying, oh shit, I have to cover Julio and Calvin Ridley. Enter Kyle Pitts. Yeah, but they could have had all three then. That's what I'm saying. Like they, the, the offense could have been stacked. But... And you know how much money they're saving for their future by having Calvin Ridley on as their number one wide receiver? They're not, they're not improving with the move they made, in my opinion. I, I think the Falcons go 5-12, and 12, and they finish last in the division. 7-10. and 10. I think the team that finishes last in the division is the Carolina Panthers. Sam Darnold is not a winning quarterback. He wasn't a winning quarterback with the Jets. He's not a winning quarterback with the Carolina Panthers. Mm. The good thing about this team is they got the number one running back in football, in at least fantasy football's eyes, in Christian McCaffrey. And besides from that, you look at this roster, the offensive line's poor, so that makes Christian McCaffrey the years he had even better because of how bad of an offensive line he's playing in front of. And then it's not the best offense receiving-wise, in my opinion, either. You look at who he's throwing the ball to. I like them. Robbie Anderson's good. DJ Moore. DJ Moore's way overrated, in my opinion. He's way better than Robbie Anderson. And besides from that, Terrace Marshall's a rookie, and I don't know much about him either. So you got Robbie Anderson. You got DJ Moore, who's... I don't think DJ Moore is going to be his top 10 wide receiver good. Like he's no, but drafting. he could be like top 20. Yeah, but in, according to a lot of people drafting, he's like one of the top 10 best wide receivers in the NFL I, right no now. No way. I had him like 15 or 16. I don't think the offense is going to be good, and I think Donald's a downgrade. I think Sam Donald's oh a downgrade. Oh, my God, I don't. I really don't. I, the, you need If you want to win games, you need a guy who can air the football out, and that's not Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, he's Donald, gonna get, he'll get picked off a ton, too. I'm, I'm confident Sam Donald will play better than Teddy did last year. Um, I think the Panthers go 5-12. and 12. Um, I, The defense is weak, in my opinion. McCaffrey, I, I think they're going to ease him in a little bit, but like by McCaffrey standards, not by normal running back standards. So he's still going to be fantastic. Um, but I think Darnold kind of hits the ground running. Um, they play the Jets. He's going to be running. Yeah, they play the Jets week one, and I think he destroys them. Um, I think that the Jets kind of sandbagged him for the beginning of his career, made him look worse than he actually is. Um, I'm very excited to see him play this year on a different team, and. He already has a rapport with Robbie Anderson. Like, he, he knows how to throw to Robbie Anderson. I think he could They're, be the number one wide receiver on the team. He could be. They're on the same page for sure. I mean, DJ Moore, I think, is more talented. But I, I think that from the start, him and Robbie Anderson are going to have a great rapport. And, and then and I, the I like defense the is not good. No, it's not. But I, I think they they finish 5-12. and 12. I had the Falcons at 5-12. and 12. But I think the Panthers probably get the wins over, over the Falcons. And yeah, and ever, win the title. And ever since Carolina lost Luke Keekley, they've been defending, depending on a lot of young guys in the defense. Mm-hmm. Shaq Thompson's the number one linebacker. You got, you got a great cornerback in J.C. Horn, who's supposed to be, could be the best cornerback from this class. And then yep. up front, you got, what's the name? They got a draft out of Auburn, Derek, Derek um, Brown as well. So yep. it's a young defense. I don't think Donald's going to have a great season. And I think they're the worst team in the division. Okay. Moving on to... This division's Second not that good division. either. Tampa no, Bay has a cakewalk. Tampa yeah, Bay has an absolute cakewalk. Yes, they do. New Orleans Saints, I got finishing at 9-8. and eight. 
I have seven and ten. I think I think Jameis Winston's a good quarterback. Again, he turns the ball over a lot. Yep. He's not gonna turn the ball over thirty times like he did before. And the the major thing to me here is that losing Michael Thomas is a major hit to this team. Yep. He's out for what five weeks, something like that. Yeah. Five, well, he's yeah six weeks, but they have their bye. So you're depending on your top wide receivers as Traquan Smith and Marquise Callaway. Yep. And there's one more. Adam Trotman is your number one tight end. Yeah. You're not throwing the ball to a lot of good receivers. They just released um, Latavius Murray today, too. Yep. And Kamara is obviously the best player on this team. Yeah, but I, you know, I'm not like super confident in him this year. There's, I was going to ask this when we talked about fantasy, but I'll, I'll bring it up now. How do you balance the, the, the two fighting factors in my mind of one being oh, Alvin Kamara is clearly the best, you know, skill player on this team. The offense needs to run through him. and It won't. But the on top of that, the fact that every defense no longer has to defend the passing attack on this team. Like, they have nothing they need to double cover at all. And plus... And everything can be stacked to stop Alvin Kamara. Plus, the thing that scares me is watching Jameis Winston in the past. He's not a guy that throws to the running back either. Nope. Alvin Kamara is used nope. to getting all these receiving yards. No, you're right. Br- it's Drew not going to be like that. a pure dink and dunk guy. And, and that's not Jameis Winston. He's going to have to do it's that. Not, it's not Taysom Hill either. Yeah, so Jameis... But the thing is, they're going to have to incorporate some of that into their offense for them to be successful. Jameis Winston's going to have to throw to Kamara Or they're going to use him differently. Like, they'll run him as a receiver. They might. And then, with the other side of the ball, this defense is still good. Yeah, it's They still get some good pass rushes in um, Trey Hendrickson, who they lost. Mm-hmm. But they replaced him with a lot of other guys. The best player on the defense, Cameron Jordan's very good. Yeah. Still got a good secondary. And I think that's the reason why. Obviously, they're not going to beat Tampa Bay. But I think that's the reason why they're going to be the second-best team in this division. Because... I think they easily have the second-best defense. I think they're going to be the second-best team in the division because they're clearly not better than the Bucs, and they're clearly better than the Falcons and Panthers. Like it, They're not anything special on any, in any regard, in my opinion. They are just so middle of the pack. The North where, and South. Whereas the, the rest of this division is either so bad or so good, they're almost forced to finish in second. Like If I had to pick one team out of every division who's going to guaranteed finish second in the division, the Saints are my bet. Like, it is so clear to me that they're going to finish second. Yeah, I mean, division. Atlanta and Carolina aren't, and neither is Tampa Bay. So. Speaking of Tampa Bay, I got them tied with Kansas City for the best record in football. 14 and 3. Yep, I have them 14 and 3, but I also have the Bills there. So, three teams for me tied with the best and record. 14 and 3. And there's not much to say about this team. You know what they got. We'll repeat the same thing as we said last year. It's the same, basically the same exact roster. They are nasty. There's no weaknesses on this team, and no. probably if you say there is one weakness, it's probably their their secondary. Which yeah, who played tremendous last year? You get Carlton Davis and what's his name, Sean Murphy, Murphy Bunting. Bunting. Sean Murphy Bunting. And we made fun of him, and he really wasn't that bad. <laughs> he was so good. Yeah, Winfield and Jamal Dean as your safeties, and then besides that, they're loaded. They are absolutely loaded. It's a loaded team. I, there's not even that much to talk about this team. They're going to come back the same as they were. Fourteen and three for me. They they. I think they're projected like eleven or twelve wins. I think they yeah. pulled out out of the and OJ Howard's here, and especially healthy. with this division, like they're they're gonna dominate the division. I think they either go five and one or six and zero, but it's like a lock for me yeah, that they do over that. Five, like it's yeah, it's so easy for me that they do that. Yeah, this team's stacked. I mean, Godwin Evans, you can name. They got they're gonna kill them. They got everyone, and Fournette and Jones isn't the best the best rushing duo in the league. They don't need they, it though. They can be fine. I mean, you're talking about calling Leonard Fournette not a good rusher. Like he he'll be good at the goal line. Yeah, I mean, and Ronald Jones, like, it's a great combo. And they had a Gio Bernard. Yeah, I mean, he's probably not even going to play a lot. No. All right, NFC West. This, in my in my eyes, is the most entertaining division in the league from top with, to bottom. I, mean, I agree with you going into this, but somehow we had the NFC East going, like, crazy. 
Um, no, there's NFC. The NFC West and the East are like the NFC West. Wi- I think wild. any team could finish in any spot. Yeah, I think you could see Seattle. I I don't see one team winning it, but I could see three different teams winning this division. I agree with you. It's a great I division. We, I think we are in the same boat there. So you think the worst team is San Francisco? Yes, I do. All right, good. So we'll start with San Francisco. Like, They're is, not bad. Though. You're talking about like this is the tightest division for me by far. Yeah, it's a good division. Every game was like a much must watch game. Yep, agreed. San Francisco, and the reason why. They could be the best defense in this division. Besides, ev- oh my god! What this I won't I won't spoil what you have going on there, but I'm shocked that you have that. This is neck and neck. San Francisco I got finishing fourth in division, with a record of nine and eight. I yeah, think that's bizarre. I get like, everyone in this division over five hundred. Think about what Justin just said for the two people watching. Justin has every single team in the division going over five hundred. Can easily happen. I don't like that. I have them all going. In- Three and I went. I'm like, who's gonna beat each other? Three and three. They're going three and three against each other, and that's what I got going. I don't, on. Th- I, I don't see like, San Francisco with this defense finishing below 500. I'm not a big fan of Jimmy Garoppolo, and no, not when do you think Trey Lance is gonna play? After Fields, I think. Um, I think Trey Lance probably comes in like week seven or eight. And, but the, I feel like they're committed to Jimmy here more than you know the Bears are committed to Andy Dalton. Like it, it you know what I mean? Um, but you look at this team top to bottom, and they're no, the quarterbacks like might be the wor- biggest weakness on the team. It definitely is. It has been for years. I think he sucks. Um, but but the commitment tough. to him is is great. They're they're not going to just give up on him because they need to be so confident in Trey Lance to let Jimmy Garoppolo become a backup. Like because they're going to have to trade him if they do. Um, I have them going seven and ten. And in any other division, they'd be above 500 for me. But this division is so tight and so talented that I just, you know, this is the odd team out for me. I just don't like them as much as the other teams. Yeah, they're not as good as the other three teams. They're not. They could be the best defense. They got a great defense. They got, they lost some guys. Obviously, the Richard Shermans of the world aren't there anymore. But you look at the team top to bottom, and they're pretty balanced besides the quarterback. Mm-hmm. The offensive line is good. They can play seven or eight different running backs if they want to, like they've yeah. been doing every season, whether it's. Raheem Mostert, Jim Michael Hasty, Jeff Wilson. They got, yeah, they got a ton of running backs they'll use. And Brandon Ayuk's a guy that could have another great season like Debo. he did last season. Debo's back. I love Debo. I don't know if he can stay healthy. And Kittle. they got one of the better tight ends in the league in Kittle. They're a good team from top to bottom, but I think the, the crazy thing is they're the favorites right now. I think that's bizarre. I, we both are in the same boat here. I can't believe they're the favorite to win this division. I think they're the favorite to come in last. Yeah, I think I think San Fran's coming in last, and I really mm-hmm. I really believe that. Mm-hmm. Coming in second to last, I have the Seattle Seahawks finishing at ten and seven this season. What do you have on that? I also have them at ten and seven, but they are the second place team for me. All right, so we were pretty much on the same boat. Ten and seven. You, you guys know who the quarterback is. Russell Wilson's a phenomenal quarterback. Yeah, Russell Wilson's great. The offensive line's not great, which kind of concerns me because I have Russell Wilson in a lot of my fantasy league, so I'm hoping that offensive line can get a little he better. He to make it work. And then Jake's high on Chris Carson like he always, always is. I love Chris Carson. And then you get two great receivers. I've done three fantasy drafts, and Chris Carson is on three of my teams. Good luck. Thank you. Remember that, that time you lost because he didn't get, like, in fantasy because he didn't get Yeah, he, he needed, uh, I think he needed, like, 12 points in the game. And in the first quarter, he had like 11.2, and then he didn't play the rest of the game. And there it goes. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a good offense with it a bad offensive upset. line. They got DK Metcalf, who's a stud. But the main Tyler thing to Lockett. me is this team would be a lot better if they had a better defense. Look yeah. at the defense from top to bottom, and it's by far the worst in the NFC West. Yeah, but 
Russell Wilson just knows how to make it work. That's why I don't have him as third in the division. I have him as second. A lot of high scoring games. Yeah, he just he just knows how to stay in games and and he will do it again this year. He's he's a top five quarterback in the NFL. Um, he, he's a special player for me. Like, it, it, it he's a real talent. Um, I have him second in the division, ten and seven. Um, we'll move on to the team that you know you have second. I have third. But but I think the Seahawks are, are hanging in there with, with the rest of the Yeah, the defense division. isn't good. Seattle's defense is going to be bottom half of the league, I think. Okay, but the, I mean, they're okay with that. They've been doing it for years. Yeah, a lot of high-scoring games. Ever since the Legion of Boom fell apart, they've completely flipped into a fully offensive team, and they've made it work. And I still think they need another weapon on that offense. Lockett's yeah, good. Lockett's I mean, they good. can use a better tight end. All right, coming up next... These next two teams, I love. I love both of them. I really do. I'm I love- excited for one, and I love the other. Yeah, I like. I really, really like both of them. Who you want to start with, LA? Yeah. So the LA, this team from top to bottom, oh boy, Red Sox are just getting crushed. This team from top to bottom is very. This team from top to bottom might be the second best team in the league, third best. I think that's insane. Yeah, um, the Chiefs in box from top to bottom. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're definitely loaded all around, but I just, I just don't trust them as much as those teams. Um, I'm excited to see Matthew Stafford in a situation like this. Yeah, I am too. See... What's up, Haley? I, I have Thanks the... For so I have the Lions... Uh, lines. I have the Rams. Haley, what do you have the Rams going? I have the Rams at 9 and 8, um, which is a little lower than I expected them to be when I, when I did this. But again, this division is going to be very hard. And on top of that... They have no running game. Like, I get that they traded for uh, Sony Michelle, but Daryl Henderson is, um, you know, just... Henderson's... He's not yeah, that good. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be in and out of the lineup. He's going to be hurt. Um, and Stafford's on a new team. You can't forget that. But I do love the weapons he has. I like Higby. I like Woods. I like Cooper Cup. They have nasty weapons. Yeah, like, he, he's going to have a good time. And good this time. is the first time he's had, like, a really good defense. So I'm excited to see how well he can do. Um, I do think they're a playoff team. But I have them finishing third in the division here. Yeah, I mean, I got them 11-6. And, and then you look at the defense and you think about it and you're like, damn, they get two studs. You got Jalen Ramsey. You got Aaron Donald. And again, it's not a lot of leftover pieces from the Super Bowl team against the Patriots. But when you got no, guys like Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. They didn't just give up. They've retooled. And you got one of the best coaches in the league in Sean McVay. And now you get a combination of Sean McVay working with a quarterback like Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. That's a big-time upgrade over Jared Goff. No and doubt. don't like, forget. Huge. Don't Way forget, underrated. Tyler Higby is a good tight end, and I really like Tyler Higby I this season. I do like Tyler Higby a lot. So this team, uh, they're loaded from top to bottom again. They're not going to come out of the NFC, in my opinion. No. But they're going to come pretty close. Okay. Coming up next, the team that I have winning the v- division. The team I have winning the division. Arizona Cardinals. And this is crazy because they're f- projected to finish last. Yeah, and I think that they're going to win the division too. Arizona's good. And again, they do concern me a little bit. Look at the roster. There are some weaknesses. The offensive line's not great. The secondary lost Malcolm Butler, which he's not what he used to be, but he the secondary has some issues. It does. It does. I think that they are issues they can overcome. I think the offense is going to be super high-powered. Yeah, they're not. Um, the offense is great. very versatile because Kyler is, you know, just a, a little rocket with the ball. Um, I'm very excited for the Cardinals. I don't know why they're projected to finish last. It's probably because, you know, outside the 49ers, all these teams have just, like, something going on for them that's really good. Um, and the Cardinals kind of just fell behind them for whatever reason. They, they do make but me nervous a little bit. I think they go 12-5. and five. I got them going 11-6. Like, I'm, I'm pretty confident in this team this year. I think that Kyler is going to take another step forward. If he stays healthy, they definitely got it going on. Um, they got Hopkins. 
They got Kirk. Kirk needs to be good. That's the key. Christian Kirk needs to be good. They got AJ Green. They got... The UMass um, guy and Andy Isabella. Yeah, Andy Isabella. They got another Rays home run. <laughs> that almost. was a bomb. Yeah, that's cool. Um, They have Chase Edmonds, who I like a lot, and they have James Conner. Um, and they added J.J. Watt on the defense. And Dan like it's, Yeah, this is a, a good team with some good weapons. Um, and I, I think that they win this division. I think they win it by a couple games. Yeah, again, I have them tied with L.A., but winning the tiebreaker. I actually looked up the tiebreaker, and I'm like... Head to head, they're gonna go one and one. So we gotta go the next tiebreaker, and then division. I think they're all gonna go three and three. So we gotta go the next tiebreaker. Then it's against the same opponent. I'm like, all right, shit. I just got Arizona win the division. <laughs> Too complicated. Is that but, what it is? Um, yeah, yeah. Same that's the opponent record. Yeah, the first tiebreaker is against each if you play each other. Mm-hmm. Then the second one's division. Then the third one's so common. What, opponents. what does that mean? Like they 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 play the same division in the NFC and the same division in the AFC. So they, that's what they look at next. That's what they look at third. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my head starts spinning. I'm like, I can't do this yeah, right that's now. That's a lot. But um, eleven and six for Arizona, eleven and six for LA, ten and seven for Seattle, nine and eight for San Francisco. Yeah, for me, twelve and five for the Cardinals, ten and seven for Seattle, nine and eight for the Rams, and seven and ten for the 49ers. Thank you, Chad. You had a good one too. Great. It was a great draft. Thanks for letting me get uh, Derrick Henry. All right, so we're more than an hour and 15 minutes done with the show now. We still have a shitload to get to, Wait, so let's, let's get going. One to seven in the, in and, the NFC. So I get Tampa Bay one, you do two? Yeah. Second in the playoffs, we got, I got Green Bay second. Oh, yeah, I have that also. Arizona third. Yeah, I have that. And Dallas fourth. I have the football team. And then the wild cards, I get LA finishing fifth. I have Seattle. Seattle sixth. I have the Cowboys. And then seven, I got the New York Giants. I have the Rams. The Giants are not making the playoffs. You're, I, you're insane. My seven seeds are the Broncos and the Giants. Let me ask you a, a real Wait, question. Wait, who do you have seven? The Rams. Let me, ask you, let me ask you a serious question here, okay? When is the last time more than one team made the playoffs from the NFC East? The last time. I think the last time it's that happened, happened the Giants won the Super Bowl. Yeah, not ter- you know, too long. That right? was like 10 years ago. Who do you have? Wait, who do you have that I don't have in the NFC then? Seattle. Yeah, I don't have Seattle making the playoffs. And the football team. 10 and 7. No, I have Seattle making the playoffs. The football team. Yeah, the football team. Fuck the football team. No, the football team's going to be sick. Football team's not making the playoffs. Yes, they are. They definitely are. Yeah, I so also have two teams in the NFC East making it. But yeah, I have it's Seattle not the six. Giants because they blow. All right, so those are, our, those are our playoff teams. And speaking of the playoffs... Break it down let, real quick. Let's just, let's just go Break over what's going to happen. Quick. Just do it as fast as you can. Yeah, we're not going to spend the whole year on this. All right, let's go. So wild card game, the two versus seven. I got bu- Buffalo beating Denver. I'm not going to say I did the scores That's and all that just, shit. Just get through it. Wild card games, I got Buffalo beating Denver. I got the Patriots winning one playoff game against Baltimore. You know why? Because I think the game plan. That's insane. I think the Patriots beat Baltimore. They'll win one playoff game. And then I got the Cleveland Browns beating Tennessee in what will be a great wild card game. That is a good game. All right, what are your wild card games? AFC, go. In the AFC? All right, I got the Bills, number two, beating the seven-seed Chargers. I got the number three Browns knocking off the number six Colts. And I got the number four Titans taking down the number five Baltimore Ravens. Nice. All right, other side, NFC wildcard games. I got Green Bay beating the Giants. Seattle beating Arizona. So hyped about Arizona, and then they just lose their first playoff game. And then that is interesting. the Rams beating Dallas, 33-28. That is very interesting. Um. Because I have the Packers, number two, taking on the number seven Rams. Packers getting the win. I have the number three Cardinals taking on the number six Cowboys. And the Cowboys getting the win. Wow. So Both of us have the Cardinals very high and then very low. 
Um, and then number four, number four football team taking on the number five Seahawks. I got the Seahawks winning. Uh, I was going to say, please don't tell me. No, I got the Seahawks beating the, the football team. All right, moving on to the divisional games. I got the Chiefs over the Patriots to get to the AFC yeah, Championship. 50-point game? 27-17. And then I have Buffalo beating Cleveland to get to the AFC Championship game, which sets up the Chiefs and Bills in the AFC Championship. I have the number one Chiefs knocking off the number four Titans. And then I have the number two Bills knocking off the number three Cleveland Browns wow. to get to the AFC title game. So we both got Bills, Browns in the divisional. We both got Bills as the winner. Interesting. Then in divisional round, I got Tampa Bay beating Seattle. Brady going up against Russell Wilson again, this time in the divisional game. Tampa Bay moves on to the NFC Championship against the winner of Aaron Rodgers versus Matthew Stafford. With Matthew Stafford coming in on the road, going to Lambeau, and knocking off the Green Bay You're Packers. Serious. In his first year. I like the team a lot. I really do. His first year. Okay. Sets up a Tampa Bay matchup. Brady versus Stafford to get to the Super Bowl. I don't know. Um, I got the Bucks and the Cowboys on one side, and I got the Bucks winning that. And then I got the Packers and the Seahawks, and I think the Packers take that. So I got Bucks packers again from last year. Wow. But I got... So you got both from last year? Oh, wait, I made a mistake. Huh. I have the Titans beating the Chiefs. In, in, in the, the divisional. Oh, so you have Titans-Bills? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. I looked at it and I was like, what did I just say? Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so I'll uh, recover. Um, in the AFC Championship, I have the Bills beating the Tennessee Titans. Oh, okay, okay. AFC Championship, I got the Bills beating the Chiefs in overtime. Buffalo Bills coming out of the AFC. I also have that. What, going to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Congrats. And then on the other side, I have the Bucks and the Packers, and I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers returning to the Super Bowl and defeating the uh, Packers once again. I have Matthew Stafford in the LA Rams losing to Tampa Bay in the NFC Championship game, setting up a Super Bowl, Josh Allen against Tom Brady with Tampa Bay. Coming out on top. I just can't doubt. I can't doubt the GOAT. I can't doubt him. So you have the Bucks beating the Bills in the Super Bowl. 34 to 30, Tampa Bay over Buffalo. I also have the Bucks beating the Bills in the Super Bowl. Wow. 32 crazy. to 24. So I got 64 points. Yeah, I have 56. All right, so we'll see Brady what happens. MVP. Yeah, I got Brady MVP. I mean, right, I, just, I couldn't doubt him. Okay, I wasn't expecting us to both have the, the Bucks. I mean, I thought we both had the Bucks, Bucks there, probably. But yeah, Bucks, Bills in the Super Bowl. Put some money on it. No. Um,. But yeah, Bucks Bills in the Super Bowl for me. I'm, I'm, That's like crazy. That. All right, let's I, get to the. I, I got the Chiefs losing in the divisional this year. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. All right, it's NFL award time again. We'll go through this kind of quickly. MVP. Kyler Murray. You got it too. Yeah. I got Kyler Murray winning the MVP again. If if the Cardinals do finish in first, like I think they will. Yeah, it'll be such a shock. Kyler Murray would have to be. Yeah, the MVP. I, I think so too. Um. Watch out for Russell. If Seattle wins, it's going to be Russell Wilson. No, I I think after Murray, the most likely guy is going to be Josh Allen. Like he, or Mahomes. No, I, yeah, I mean, I guess he's due for another one, but... In the Offensive Player of the Year, I get Kyler Murray. Do they do that? I picked a different player. I did. I thought, they'd, I thought they'd pick a different player. Well, if they pick a different player, I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook. All right, so if they pick a different player, I'm going with Calvin Ridley. I think he has a wicked crazy season. I'm going to make a bold prediction on Calvin Ridley. Okay? What is it? 2,000 yards. Jesus. 2,000 yards for Calvin Ridley this year. <sighs> he'd have to, he'd probably win MVP. 2,000 yards for Calvin Ridley. 
We'll see. Don't jinx him because he's on your fantasy team. 2,000 yards. Who's your defensive player of the year? Chase Young. All right, I got Miles Garrett. So I went with the Cleveland Browns guy. You went with your favorite team in the world. And then offensive rookie of the year. I got Zach Wilson. I, w- I, I'm hype on Zach Wilson this year. I think he'd be pretty good. I went with Najee Harris, and then I went like, eh. It'll be a quarterback. And then I went with Mac Jones because if if the Patriots actually went eleven and six, yeah, Mac right. Jones is gonna you're have right, to be good. But and then he probably went. I only MVP. have him at nine and eight. I mean, and rookie I don't of the think year. that's enough because I think the defense is gonna carry them. So I got Zach Wilson winning it. Defensive rookie of the year, I got the best linebacker on the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe not the best, but Micah Parsons. I have. Currently slated as the number three corner on the Denver Broncos, Patrick, Patrick Sertan. I think he's going to be sick. I watched this guy in preseason. He, like, one-handed a pick six and just walked it to the house. Yeah, he's good. He is, this guy is NFL-ready right now. Yeah, he's their number he's three cornerback. nasty. Patrick Sertan is going to be nasty. He definitely wins it for me. Coach of the year, who do you got? Cliff Kingsbury. Again, it could be Kingsbury, but... You're going with McVay. If the Patriots go 11-6... and six, Oh, you're going... Really, you think... Do you think Belichick would win it if they won 11 I don't six? think Belichick will ever win Coach of the Year again. He has. He's won it like three times. I don't think he'll ever... Well, I said again, didn't I? I don't think he'll ever win it again. If they go on 11-6, and six, though, you'd have to put it into consideration. I wouldn't. After what happened last season? Nope. Yeah, Kingsbury could win it, but I, I think Kingsbury's actually a pretty awful coach. They try to make this guy seem like he's the second coming of Sean McVay, and he's really not. Because he has, like, the hottest girlfriend in the world. <laughs> but Here's my gripe with Bill Belichick winning the award. I'm trying to think of the best way to put this. The expectation on Belichick is so high, even if the team isn't expected to be good, that I think that they're just like, oh, the Patriots did good? Well, they should have. Like, it's, it's, for me, there's like a shock value that comes with winning coach of the year. And that's why a team slated to be last in their division ends up finishing first. For me, Kingsbury has to win it. The Patriots, like, are, the Patriots are supposed to be second in the division. If they finish second in the division and they're any, if they don't get 12 yeah, 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 I see, wins, what, I see what you're like, saying. It's, no one's going like, oh, Bill Belichick did a fantastic job. Could be Vic Fangio if Denver wins 10 games. Yeah, it probably could be. But I still think Kingsbury would win it over him if they win that division. That's, that's going to be the hardest division to win. And if he does it, he's going to win Coach of the Year. Yeah, they, they better win. Yeah, if they win, they'll probably be Coach of the Year. Yeah. But I'd do like, a split Coach of the Year if that happens. To quote Matthew Berry, the fantasy football genius. genius, Coach of the Year should be called the Not Belichick Award. It is Why? Because he owns it? it? Yes. It is, it is whoever gets as close to being Bill Belichick as possible. That means Bill Belichick cannot win the award. It, it's, it's just something he cannot do. The, the expectation is too high. All right, this next thing's kind of interesting. Comeback player of the year? Yeah, there's a lot of guys that are coming back. To me, there are three players that could get this very easily. The first... Is Dak Prescott? Yeah. The second is Austin Eckler. And yeah. How many third, games did he play though? He played like he only played like five games. That's it. Yeah. And the third is who I think will win the award just because he is the the greatest guy to touch the ball in the in the league. Barkley, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I, I think I think he's gonna have a good year, not great. I think he if he has a. By Christian McCaffrey standards, if he has a good, not great year, he will be a top five running back in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, he's good, but I just don't think the team... They put into consideration how good the team is, too, sometimes, you know? Then Dak should win it. I went with a guy that you didn't even mention. I think this guy is going to be a lot better than... A lot of people are saying, oh, his career might be over. He could be all done. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Baker, mate... No, I'm kidding. Odell Beckham. 
No way. Odell Beckham. No way. This is a team you're expecting them to run the ball a lot. I think Odell Beckham finishes the season with, I'll write it down right here, Go ahead. nine touchdowns. Okay. Give me Christian McCaffrey's numbers on the season. Yeah, but I'm expecting, I'm expecting that. You're not, you should, yeah, but he, even if you're expecting You're expecting it, Christian McCaffrey to be at least a this top five touchdown this isn't running the back. Co- this isn't coach of the year, okay? This isn't, this isn't who overperforms where they're expected to play. This is comeback player of the year. The only thing you need to do is not play the year before. Christian McCaffrey is going to be the best player He's to still come played. back from last year. Yeah, but they don't do it like that. If uh, yeah, but Odell, I, I, I completely disagree. I think Odell Beckham, they're not expecting him to be good. There's no this is a run-first offense. thing. But if Odell Beckham gets ten, nine touchdowns like he is, you don't think he's going to win comeback player of the year? Not a, nope, I do not. And Christian McCaffrey's going to be Christian McCaffrey. So what? He still came back. He See, like, think about it this way. Christian McCaffrey came back and is still Christian McCaffrey. But Dak Prescott's going to come back and be Dak Prescott. Yeah. So why couldn't he win it? He absolutely could. That's why I said his name. I think Odell Beckham. I think all these guys are going to be good, except Barkley could win it too. No way. That offensive line's too bad. Yeah, but if Barkley performs like he could too. There's like five or six guys that could win this award. Me. You never like Odell Beckham. I liked him on the Giants. All right, who leads fantasy in scoring this season? Christian Dalvin McCaffrey? Cook. Yeah, I went with Dalvin Cook. Okay, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, again, it's not a great offensive line either in Minnesota. Yeah, but I... if I So had, why couldn't Christian McCaffrey win? Win what? Fantasy scoring leader. Because I think that they're going to ease into him a little bit. I think Dalvin Cook's fantastic. I, if I had the first pick in the draft, I'd take Dalvin Cook. Like I would take him as much as I think Christian McCaffrey is going to come back and be fantastic. He's coming off a torn ACL, and Dalvin Cook is not. Like I'm going to take the guy who put up the numbers last year and hope that he does it again over the guy that had to come all the way back from his injury just to do it. And I think this offense is going to be better than Carolina's too. So yeah, I would take Dalvin Cook. All right, so Dalvin Cook leads fantasy in scoring. All right, so that that's the big time NFL season preview with a lot of stuff going on right there. But since it is week one, we do have to talk about who the hell is going to win the games coming up starting Thursday night this week. Yes. We're not going to tell you the spreads and all that crap. We already went through that a couple of nights ago by ourselves in our rooms. Not together. Put the lights off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we're going to talk about who's going to win these games. If you don't remember, we do locks. We do these bold predictions. We do picks of the week. Just, as we're going through it, you can say if it's your upset of the week or your lock, whatever. And all okay. That but starting with the Thursday night game. I should probably mark down who you have winning, too. Go ahead. All right, first game of the week, Thursday night, Dallas at Tampa Bay. Who's winning? Tampa Bay. I'm just going to put JTB. All right, so Jake at Tampa Bay. I get Tampa Bay winning, too. All right, 1 o'clock. I can't believe this is finally here. We got, <coughs> we got football on Sunday all day. Yeah. Starting with red zone. 1 to 8.50. No, 1 to 7.30 did they do it? No, it's 1. Yeah, well, a Be, little earlier. Sunday night probably, game. yeah. All right, so we got one, two, three, four, five, six, nine games at one o'clock, starting with Arizona at Tennessee. Who's winning? Arizona. All right, so, you know I'm just gonna do a check. Who do you have winning? Arizona. Okay. Uh, so we both get Arizona winning on the road at Tennessee. The next game, Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence making his debut at Tyrod Taylor and the Houston Texans. Houston. Yeah, Houston winning. Yeah. So I get Jacksonville winning. Houston so- starts one and zero. So Jake has Houston. That's our first disagreement of the of the season. Yeah. Coming up next, this game I went back and forth a little a couple of times. Remember last year I was thinking in the middle of the night, kept me up all night. The Chargers are at the Washington football team. I'm going with Justin Herbert and the Chargers. No. I got the Washington football team here. Opening the year, West Coast team traveling to the East Coast, one o'clock game. 
give me the team with the with the vet quarterback and the strong defense on, at home. I'm taking Washington. I don't even think it's that close. Really? Yeah. Spreads one and a half. I don't care what it is. All right, next up, Minnesota at Cincinnati. Joe Burrow is going to get a standing ovation. He's back from another guy that could become back player of the year. Yeah, but I don't think he will. Minnesota at Cincinnati. I got Minnesota winning this game. My bold prediction involves this game. So does mine. And that is that Joe Burrow throws three touchdowns in the game and loses. I'm going to save my bold prediction for the end when we're done. But I have Cincinnati winning this game. Oh, you do? And I think that this is my upset pick of the week. Yeah, it has to be probably. Yeah. So three games in a row we disagree on. Jets at Carolina. Sam Darnold against his old team. I think Sam Darnold destroys the New York Jets. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be that close. I think Carolina wins this game. Up next, another game that I kind of can see going either way. It's the Philadelphia Eagles at the Atlanta Falcons. Jalen Hurts, Matt Ryan. I get the Eagles winning on the road. I have the Eagles winning on the road as well. Um, I don't think this is that close either. I think the Eagles are are being a little underrated here. As an underdog against a team I think sucks. And then next up... This is one of the probably one of the better three three or four games of the week. Not yeah. our game of the week, but Pittsburgh at Buffalo. This is going to be an exciting game. Big Ben against Josh Allen. They played last season actually, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm going with Buffalo in this one. They're home. They're the better team. I got Buffalo as well. I think they're the better team. And then we get San Francisco at Detroit. Jimmy G against Jared Goff. Not that exciting. I get San Francisco. Yeah, they I there was a game last year. I think it was actually the. The um, 49ers playing the Patriots. They just ran the ball every single time, and they destroyed us. Yeah, Detroit's and not going to be an This is exactly this. how it's going to go. They're going to hand the ball off nine times out of ten and just steamroll the Detroit Lions. It's going to be a blowout. And take the seven and a half, please. It's going to be a blowout. Final game of the week, which is actually a pretty good, another pretty good game. Russell Wilson against Carson Wentz making his debut with the Colts. Seattle's on the road, but I just think this offense is too much for the Colts to handle. I like the Colts here. Wow. Uh, another West Coast team traveling out east. Um, I like Carson Wentz. I like uh, I like the Colts defense a lot. Well, you get the four home guy. I get all those road guys. Yeah, yeah. and I and I like uh, Indy to win this game. So four disagreements so far, and we're only done with the one o'clock games. Moving on, four games at four twenty-five. Our game of the week, the game of the week in the NFL, it has to be this game, probably. I mean, yeah. Dallas Tampa Bay is gonna be good because this the was a game that I think should have gone the other way last year in the playoffs. Cleveland against Kansas City. Again, this is a great game. You get two great teams, two of the better teams in the AFC. Too bad they're playing when the Patriots are playing, but I'll have it on. It'll be on NFL Red Zone. Yeah. The Chiefs are favored by six and a half. I think that's a lot, personally, but I do think the Chiefs win this game. Yeah, I get the Chiefs in this, but I just think as good as Cleveland's defense can be and probably will be, I just think Patrick and Mahomes and the offense are going to be too much for the I really think Cleveland comes out and punches them in the mouth. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Cleveland was winning this game at Casey some comes point. back and wins it. Yeah. Like, I would not be shocked at all, but I do think Kansas City wins the game. All right, up next. Oh, this is actually funny. So we get the Denver Broncos and the New York Giants. Both of the teams they have making the playoffs as the seventh seed. Yeah, good luck. One of them starts 0-1. Going up against each other. The Giants are the home team. Again, this is a pretty good game because they're pretty similar in my opinion. I get the Giants winning at home. I don't. I have Denver here. Um, oh, and uh, oh, you skipped. We'll we'll get to it eventually. Um, I have Denver in this game, and for me, I don't think this is going to be very close. Like it, when when you're talking, we talked about both these teams. One is a tremendous defense, and the other has a terrible offensive line. I think that Denver abuses them at the line 
and it's going to be a problem for them the entire game. I think Denver takes care of it pretty easy. It's the lowest over-under of the week. Yep. 41.5, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. All right, two more games at 425. Aaron Rodgers going up against Jameis Winston. It's going to be interesting to see what Jameis Winston can do, especially without Michael Thomas to start the season. But there's no way that Aaron Rodgers goes out and loses the season opener. I agree, and it's a neutral site game. Um, yeah, because of the hurricane. Yeah, so I, this is my lock of the week. I got Green Bay taking this one pretty easily. Lock of the week. All right. I mean, yeah, Green Bay's going to win. Then final 425 game. Patriots usually start at 1 o'clock. I don't remember the last time the Patriots started, had their first game at 425. I know. I feel like the first game was always at 1. So Patriots start the season off at 425 against Miami. Mac Jones against Tua. The Alabama guys going up against each other. I think the Patriots win this one. They could win by double digits. I haven't made my score prediction yet. It's been a very, very, very long time since a rookie quarterback has won his debut. It's happening, though. I think Mac Jones is going to be the first one in a long time to do so. I got the Patriots here. Oh, so I got Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence winning their debut. So Patriots over Miami. Then the Sunday night game. We get Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth and Michelle Tafoya back. It's a bad game to start the year. It's because they want to showcase, like, Matthew Stafford, L.A. They should have made KC and Cleveland the game. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. Or Arizona and Tennessee. But, yeah, Chicago against the Rams. It's Andy Dalton against Matthew Stafford on Sunday Night Football. I'll watch it because it's a football game. Of course I'm going to watch it. But this is my lock of the week. This is my survivor pool pick of the week. And I got the L.A. Rams beating the Chicago Bears by at least double digits. Going with L.A., picking them in the survivor pool, lock of the week. Yeah, I think the Rams take care of business, too. It's not my lock of the week, but I like them a lot. Oh, and I forgot to say my upset of the week is Arizona against Tennessee. Is that an upset? I mean, according to the sports books, it is. Okay. So Arizona is my upset of the week. And then the final game of the week, Monday night. Again, not a great primetime game, but you got Lamar Jackson up not against. Bad. It's because Las Vegas. They I talked about it. Oakland can. Oakland. Las Vegas can beat anyone. All right, they can lose to anyone. They can beat anyone. I have no idea how this game is going to go, but I have to go with Baltimore because of the better team. And they want to showcase the new stadium on Monday Night Football. I don't even know who the Monday Night Football crew is this year. It seems like they change every year for the Tony Romo? Five years. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, Baltimore wins this game. I'm surprised they're only favored by four and a half. I think they'll win this game kind of easily. Yeah, I mean, they should, but they know how to stick around, those, those Vegas boys. So starting the year off, we're disagreeing with five games on week one. Houston, Washington, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Denver. So automatically one of us will be the better record after week one. That's right. So we'll see what happens. We're going to keep, keep track of it all year. Jake, did you storm back last year and win it? Yeah, I, I think I was down like seven or eight at one point, and I ended up winning by like four. And no team, I mean, no person has ever gone undefeated in a week picking. I think I went 14-2. and two. Yeah. I think that was the best. Of- yeah, I think I went like 13 or something at one point. So we'll see. I, I have five. a bold prediction. Yeah, I do too. Oh, yeah, I already said mine. You so, did yours. So mine's a Joe Burrow. I saved mine because mine involves Joe Burrow, but it's not just about him. What is it? I this The bold prediction here is that both Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. Whoa. Well, yeah, we got the three touchdowns thing, right? Yep. So that's going to be a lot of offense. And then your survivor pick of the week, or do you not want to say it, actually? Um... I'll keep it to myself. Uh, so I get the Rams. Jake has... It's not the Rams. Jake has TBD until we find out on Thursday night when the game's locked. So those are the week one 16 games. Yes. There's some pretty good games for week one. Yeah, I mean, the, the schedule's going to have some better weeks than this, but um, in, in a week where, you know, teams can really come, uh, come out of nowhere, I'm excited. 
All right. So football is back. Jake, you must be excited about this. I mean, how can you not be? It, it's one of the best times of the year. You get yeah, March Madness. I'm extremely excited. This is the start of like four months straight of football. You, yeah, you gotta love it. Your next, the next Sunday there'll be no football is what? The, the week Pro before Bowl. the Super Bowl? Yeah, the, the Pro, Pro Bowl. Bowl. The Pro Bowl, who no one gives a crap about anyway. So nope. it's gonna be. Any less. There's gonna be tons. Do you really? Yeah, we're. There's going to be tons to talk about. We still have a few things to talk about on the show. One thing I didn't tell Jake about yet. But we have some fantasy football questions of the week. Oh, was that gone or not? Any more? Oh, it's actually said another home run. Yeah. Back-to-back home runs. Who is that? Danny Santana? Any more uh, questions come in? Yeah, so I got, um, one, I got some um, on my phone. Okay. So we'll have some fantasy football questions of the week. I got them all saved right here. Sent in about a couple hours ago, so we'll have some that we'll be going over at all times. Jake, I talked to you about him before the show started, Yeah. but here we go. Okay. Rank Alvin. This, this question is coming from Jacob Siegel, Eastern Massachusetts umpire native. Rank Alvin Kamara, Derek Henry, and Dalvin Cook from most fantasy potential this year to lowest potential. Well, I, I thought about this question after you asked it to me, and... I decided that what I was trying to think about was negligible. I was trying to decide whether this mattered, whether it was standard, half, full PPR, and I don't think I really care. Um, I think Kamara is the worst. I think Henry's in the middle, and Cook is by far the best. Um, Cook is going to be nasty. He, As long as he's healthy... He's well, potential? Be, yeah, I said the same thing. Yeah, he's going to be great. Derrick Henry is, is, a, is a freight train. This guy is a, is a problem. And even though they added Julio Jones and they should be passing a little bit more than they were, that just means that the team, the defense has to somehow worry less about the best running back in the NFL. Um, he's going to have a great opportunity to run all he wants. And then Kamara, you know, the, the offense, as we said, has sort of moved away from this, you know, dink and dunk type play where Kamara gets all of his catches and you know, maybe they're going to focus more on the run because they don't have as good of a quarterback and, you know, Michael Thomas is out. But if I'm the defense, I am 100% honing in on stopping Alvin Kamara every game. My first goal is to stop Alvin Kamara. Yeah, that's probably the goal for all these three guys, though, too. I don't know. Think about it. I don't know. Dalvin Cook. It's more of an issue. Yeah, well, Dalvin Cook, but it's more of an issue for those other teams because you can say, well, they can throw to Jefferson and Thielen or they can throw to Julio and A.J. Brown. Like, it, it's a lot bigger of a deal than throwing to Marquise Callaway and Michael Thomas eight weeks into the year. Like, I, I think that they're going to try and stop Alvin Kamara at all costs, and it's going to seriously affect his overall fantasy output. He's going to have, like, he doesn't normally do this, but he's going to have some weeks where he's, like, a huge disappointment for you. I don't think he's going to be a huge disappointment because I think somehow, just a, just a few some weeks, way, it's going to affect the they're, they're going to have to pass the ball to him and they're going to have to pass him the ball whether he's in the backfield, whether they line up as a receiver. But it won't be like he used to be. All these guys have huge potential, but yeah, probably the biggest, got to be Dalvin Cook. So you're going Cook, Henry, Kamara like me? Yeah, but don't be surprised if Kamara at the end of the season ends up being better than Derrick Henry. I don't think it will happen. Depending on what happens with the whole Jameis Winston situation. Okay. But then again, Michael Thomas comes back too. All right, next question comes from Jeremy, all the way in Salem, Massachusetts, wherever the hell you're living these days. He said, just name some sleepers. Who do you think some sleepers? I don't want to give too much away because we still have a draft tomorrow night. But there's some sleepers that I have this season. I just came up with a quick little list in my head, players I like. Michael Pittman's a guy I really like, especially yeah, without T.Y. Hilton. He's going to be really good. I think he's a guy that can be very good. Um, thinking about receivers, again, Brandon Ayuk's a guy in San Francisco that was very good last season. 
I don't think San Francisco has a ton of weapons in the receiving game. I think he can be very good as well. Mm-hmm. And then I, I really like James Robinson. He's not much of a sleeper, but I think he can be a lot better than people think he can be. And also the running back on the Denver Broncos, Williams, as well. He can be very good, especially if Melvin Gordon does I like another Williams. I like Jamal Williams. Um, you know, I don't think he's going to be like a league winner, but I think DeAndre Swift is kind of a fraud. And Jamal Williams got a pretty sizable contract to come there. And I think that they're going to get him some work. Like, whether it's Swift being hurt or them just, you know, wanting to take it easy with the guy, Williams is going to be in this game. Um, and I... Yeah, somehow he's going to have to be. Yeah, and he's a good pass catcher, so if you're playing PPR, you know, he's got that upside too. I like him a lot. Um, I agree with you on Michael Pittman in particular. I think he's going to be great. And I'm going to go with Logan Thomas, okay? I really like Logan Thomas at tight end. Um, That'll go Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby too. Yeah, like it... It's not that Logan Thomas is going to be better than Kelsey. He's not going to be better than Waller. He probably won't be better than Kittle, but you can get him for what I feel is like level of Hawkinson or Kyle Pitts way later. Like Logan Thomas will be way later, and I think he's going to have a very good year. All righty. Coming up next on the questions, you've got a couple left. Which rookie quarterback coming from Evan Feinberg will come off the bench first to start a game? Trey Lance or Fields? We already kind of discussed this. 100% it'll be Justin Fields. We both agree it's Justin Fields. And again, I think both these guys could end up being very good. I think Fields is better than Lance, for one. And I think that what I mentioned is a a very important factor, the commitment here. It's Andy Dalton's first season with the Bears. He is not there to be their future. He is purely there to, to fill a hole until Justin Fields is ready to play. On the other end, Jimmy Garoppolo is on a massive contract, and... I don't think they have any problem letting him play a half-decent season until Trey Lance is ready to go. And th- it's going to take more of a you know a bad performance from Garoppolo to, to get out of the game than it would Andy Dalton. So I think Fields goes in way before him. And then next, this question from Evan. I was like, he, he sent me this question. I'm like, Evan, are you okay? Are you smoking too much like weed or something over there? He asked me if Michael Mike Davis is going to be a top ten running back in fantasy this season. No my answer to that is hell. my answer to that is no way. Again, I can see where you're coming from because he was so good last season. But this is a team that's going to have to pass the ball a shit ton because they're going to be losing most of their games. Yep. Mike Davis is a good running back, and if he was in the right situation, he maybe yeah, could be borderline top ten. But Cowboys, this yeah. team's going to have to throw the ball a lot with Ridley, with Kyle Pitts. We already talked about it. Top fifteen, top twenty. I could see him somewhere between the fifteen maybe, and twenty range, but maybe. that's about it. There's no chance that he is a top 10 running back. I don't, I don't think he even sniffs it. Like Justin said, I would so much prefer him on a team where they're up at halftime and they can just run the ball. That's not going to happen. They're going to be airing it out a lot. They're not even going to be throwing the, the little screens. Like it's, this is a team that's going to be down constantly. And he's a little older, isn't he? Like... I don't think they're going to just ride him yeah, into like the ground all year. Like, it's it's a guy that I think could, you know, get hurt if they're riding him like a top 10 running back. He, he's not built for it. Um, I, I don't think he – I think 15 to 20 is, is an okay bet. I think closer to 20, honestly. All right, we got two more. One of them's already going to basically be answered because – All right, Matt Doran asked me, I have one, f- one for my flex in my other league. Do I go with Kareem Hunt or Cortland Sutton? Wait, so Kareem Hunt's playing against – the Kansas City Chiefs. And Sutton's playing against the... Giants. I mean, I, I just... Most weeks, I would say, go running back. I get nervous about still, the committee. You could still... Yeah, yeah, but they feed them both. You could still go running back here. Like, Kareem Hunt is, is the best backup running back in football. Um, 
But the matchup for me, I like Sutton. Um, and PPR, too. I take Sutton. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's PPR. PPR. Yeah, I mean, if it's PPR, definitely Sutton. Um, I think Sutton's the best receiver on the team. I think he's better than Judy. Yeah, if he's healthy. Um, I mean, yeah, it's week one. You've got to assume he's healthy. Yeah, and the Giants' defense is terrible. Um, I don't know how much they'll run. If they, like, really destroy them, then they might not throw the ball a ton. But I think you got to go with the better matchup here, and that's Sutton. And, yeah, I'd go with the starter, first off. It's mm-hmm. week one. Play it safe. Yeah. Again, Kareem Hunt's good. Let Hunt and Chubb, you know, shake out what they're going to be doing this year before you, you rely on a backup running back. And then this is the final question. This was actually pretty funny because Mike Craddy asked me this about 30 minutes before Le'Veon Bell actually went to Baltimore. He sent me a text message, and he said, do you think Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman, or Latavius Murray, if they bring him in, would be a big threat to Gus Edwards' touches or death pieces? And then all of a sudden, 30 minutes later, Le'Veon Bell goes to Baltimore. I don't think so. Um, to answer that question, I don't think so. It, look at... Okay, so, so to, to put this into perspective, I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is a much better running back than Gus Edwards, and Le'Veon Bell hardly did anything to his to his usage um yeah bell doesn't have what he had no before. he's he is nowhere near what he used to be that injury was one of the worst leg injuries i've seen in a long time um and he never really recovered the right way and the jets just ruined him after that so i this guy doesn't have burst he doesn't i mean he's a good catcher they might run them both at the same time because gus edwards is really more of just a handoff guy but the i think okay so i think lamar jackson is more of a threat to gus edwards than than uh, Le'Veon is. Yeah, Lamar Jackson could still be the best running back on the team. Yeah, like that. that's I, more of a concern for me. I mean, Le'Veon's going to play a little bit if he gets back to where he was, and that's not going to happen. But Gus Edwards is clearly the number one running yeah, back in the no, system. there's no threat at all. I wouldn't be nervous about that whatsoever. All right, so that's the fantasy questions. We'll be answering more next week. Final part of the show. I didn't tell Jacob about this, but we're big Patriots fans around here. Yes. We got to talk a little bit more about them before the season starts. Okay. I came up with five questions. Let's see if our answers... I haven't answers, heard these. I haven't yeah, heard no. this question. So you can think about it a little bit. See if our answers are the same. Okay. Who's going to be the Patriots' offensive MVP at the end of the season? Damien Harris. Damien Harris? Yeah. I mean, Damien Harris is going to have a good year. I went with a guy that's a little more not off the path, but I think Jonu Smith's going to have a big season for the Patriots. We talked about these tight ends a little bit before, and Hunter Henry could be the guy that gets the more touchdowns. But I think Jonu Smith's going to have... I think have it's a, the other way. I think Henry gets more yards, and Jonu me, gets more end zone. I think Jonu... Ends up getting more both, actually. But I think John is the better Damian tight end. Harris and Hunter's not going to be healthy. I probably. think Damian Harris gets in the end zone double-digit times this season. Yeah, he, he definitely could And be. he will be our MVP. I'm going with Johnny Smith. I think Johnny Smith might be the number one weapon on this offense. Do you think Damian Harris will be a 1,000-yard rusher? Yeah, he easily could be if they don't mix in, like, Romdre Stevenson with the mix that much. Mm. But, yeah, Johnny Smith, Damian Harris, we're both expecting big seasons out of them. Mm-hmm. I think, well, I just, young quarterback, I think they're going to ease into it. I, I think they're going to run the ball a ton. Yeah, and then you gotta, you got to throw the ball, and I don't think Bourne and Aguilar are going to be great to start off. Myers. Yeah, Myers is still there. Harry. Yeah. All right, we'll go to the other side of the ball. Who is going to be the defensive MVP? I'm going to go with J.C. Jackson. I think pick. he, yeah, I, I'm, I think he's severely underrated by the league. I mean, the Patriots kind of know about him at this point. But he's slowly taking that rollover from Gilmore. He's like, going to he, have to at the beginning. He's really good. He's really, really good. I think he has a tremendous year. Yeah, J.C. Jackson, first off, he's going to have to have a good year, at least to start off the season, because Gilmore's out for the first six games. Mm-hmm. So J.C. Jackson's going to be the number one cornerback automatically. Going to have a great season. I went with one of their linebackers, one of the guys they just acquired in the offseason, Matthew Judon. 
Had an amazing, amazing preseason. This is a guy that's going to step in and make an immediate impact. And he's playing next to Dante Hightower and Kyle Van Noy. This defense, front seven, is going to be loaded. And I think Matthew Judon could lead the team in tackles. Wow. I'm going to say he will. Okay. Next up, we're going to talk a little bit about Mac Jones right here. Okay. At the end of the season, how many touchdowns is he going to have? How many interceptions is he going to throw? Okay. Give me... 17 games. Talk about other things for 30 seconds while I think. So, speaking of Mac Jones, you got the offense, Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, James White, Brandon Bolden, and then your wide receivers, you can't forget. Like you said, you got Nikhil Harry, you got Jacoby Myers, mm-hmm. you added Kendrick Bourne in the offseason, Nelson Aguilar. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the two tight ends set they're going to be running with Johnny Smith, Hunter right, Henry. In the off- First of all, this offensive line in New England is going to be great mm-hmm. with the addition of Trent Brown. And the big question to me is, you're going to have to need one of these guys to step up, whether it's Kendrick Bourne yep. or Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar. Yep. Because they're both not the best receivers in the world. They're going to have to be good here. So in a 17-game season, don't forget, I'm going to say Mac Jones throws 23 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. I went with 35 touchdowns. You're crazy. You know what the record is? For a rookie quarterback? Yeah. Um, Sorry, 31. 39. Who did that? I got to look it up, but it was 39. Tom Brady's record is 50, you know that? Yeah, but not as a rookie. So 35, and then... They're going to run the ball a lot, dude. Yeah, they will. And then throw it to Johnny Smith a bunch of times. And then how many interceptions did he say? I said 15. I said 14. Okay. So we'll see about that. I think he said 14. Yeah. All right, so we both get 14 interceptions. What do you say, 23 touchdowns? Yeah. Could be in the middle. All right, so... You know what, Jake said 23 touchdowns. I'll write that down and remember that. 17 games. All right, next up. Who ends up as the biggest dud acquisition of the offseason for the Patriots? Mm. Don't forget, this team added about 15 different players to the, in the offseason. You think about the defense. They got Judon. They got Jalen Mills. You added four receiving threats. Yeah. Aguilar, Bourne, Smith, Henry. The biggest dud. Can I go, like, with a weird one? Yeah. I'm going to say the kicker. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah. Quinn, um... Norden. It's actually Nordon. I heard today it's Nordon. I'm pretty sure. Okay, well, Nordon. I... We haven't had a good kicker in a while. Folk was good last season. He was okay. He doesn't have a leg, though. He doesn't have distance. Um, I didn't see anything that special out of this kid. Um, I And I've, I've been disappointed by kickers a lot. It seems like the whole league is taking a step back with kickers. I don't think we're going to have a good kicking year. And it is important to have a good kicker. It's kind of crazy that he did go with a rookie. He liked him. He really did. Bill Belichick liked him. I think he's going to be okay. But I think the guy that's going to be the biggest dud acquisition of the offseason is going to end up being Kendrick Bourne. Okay. So, I, again, like I said. What are the expectations on Bourne? He's a good slot guy. He was a good slot guy in San Francisco. And well, like, what, are, what are the expectations and what is he actually going to do? Like how many touchdowns do you think? Sure. Sh- what? Five or six? He was supposed to do that? I don't know what he said. That's what I'm saying. And you think he gets, what, like two? I like him. I like to see him get about five or six touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, he, should, like, he has the potential to be our number one wide receiver. I don't think he's really going to be that great. I think, I think Jacoby Myers is going to be back, and mm-hmm. he's going to be good again. Yep. And I think Nelson Aguilar, Nelson Aguilar is good if he doesn't drop the ball like he was doing all preseason. Yep. I think those are your top two receivers. He has no hands. He'll keep dropping the ball. I think Bourne might end up being the fourth receiver on the team behind Nikhil Harry. Wow. I don't be- behind think Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry blows. But I'm hoping. I like Kendrick Bourne. He's a questions? fun guy. Yeah, final one. Okay. What will this Patriots season mostly be remembered for? Defense, no doubt. Well, I mean, 
I don't know. I guess I take that back a little bit. Like, this is Mac Jones' first season. People are going to look back and say, "This is yeah, at, this is the beginning." The, look at the kid's rookie year. Um, and I think that whether he's as long as he plays like five or six seasons, they're going to look back and say that. Um, so I, I think that's what they're going to be, you know, looking back at. What, where do I think we're going to be most successful? The defense. Like the reason we were successful this year, if we are, is because of the defense. It won't be because Mac Jones did thirty-five touchdown passes. Um, I think that's a ridiculous number. But yeah, did I, you say twenty-three? It, yeah, it's it's gonna be a run game. Um, throw two a week and you'll be what thirty-four? Yeah, but he's not gonna throw two a week. Um, so I, I mean, looking back, they're gonna say, "Oh, remember Mac Jones' first year? He did this, he did that, whatever." And the defense will kind of get forgotten, but the reason we're going to be successful is because of our defense. Yeah, this year is going to be remembered as the year that Mac Jones entered the league, mm-hmm. his rookie season. Yeah, the loss of Cam. The loss of Cam Newton a couple weeks before the season started. This year is going to be remembered as a team that had a very good defense with a, a coach that is still very good, mm-hmm. a team that's still going to be very good in the future. Mm-hmm. This year is going to be remembered as Tom Brady coming back, playing the Patriots, in which is going to be an absolute— yeah. In a huge game in, what, week four of the season, yep. Tom Brady returning to the team that he won six Super Bowls with. I mean, in a game that's going to be closer than you think it's going to be. You think it's going to be a blow, right? I think the Patriots will be murdered. By I don't think. I don't think. Belichick's going to come in with a good game plan for that game. But no. it's going to be remembered as Mac Jones' rookie season. It's going to be remembered as a season that Mac Jones gets to the playoffs in his first season as the starting quarterback. It's going to be remembered as a Patriots team that goes 11-6. and six. And challenges the Buffalo Bills all season long to win the division, but comes up just a little bit short. It's going to be remembered as a very good season, and I'm excited to see what Mac Jones has to offer in year one. Yeah, I'm excited too. I just don't think that he's going to be the best rookie quarterback. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. No, I think Zach Wilson. I don't think so. Zach, I think they're all going to be good. I like Corey Davis. I like uh, Elijah Moore. But I don't know about you. I'm excited for this season to start. Thursday night, Tom Brady and oh, Dak too. Prescott. Too, we'll be talking a lot more football. Almost a two-hour show talking just NFL. You gotta I, go to sleep soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired, man. Worn out. I get think some, I'm ready for the off season. <laughs> yeah, get some ice cream. You ready for this to be over? I'm ready for this thing to begin. I'm kind of nervous. There's a lot of things to go to bed at night thinking about. I was telling you the other day, we're gonna have four fantasy football leagues. We're going to have a survivor pool. Spread picks, we're going to have uh, spreads. And then you're going to have to come back here every week telling them you're locked. You're, you're going to oh have no God. voice. I'm going to have no life. You're going you're gonna to have to like go on another vacation to Aruba next week or something. Oh, God. But, yeah, it's going to be a lot to talk about. We'll be talking to you next week after I go 16-0 with my week one picks. Fuck you. And hopefully Jake will still be alive in the survivor pool if he ever tells us who he picks. All right. You want me to tell you? Yeah. Yeah. Before the show ends. Green Bay. I think someone else picked that. Yeah, not a bad pick. I mean, again, I don't think they're going to lose, but I can just picture right now Jameis Winston killing your dreams. I'd be sad. But we'll see. I mean, it's an away game. Well, not really an away game. It's a neutral side game, which is basically a home game for the Packers. Yeah, there'll be more Packers fans. Yeah. But that's... more Jaguars fans than anything. Yeah, there probably will be. But that's going to do it. I'm I'm worn out. I've had enough. If I was a Jaguars fan, I would rather go to that game than the Jaguars game. Yeah, see Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But that's going to do it. Those are our predictions. I don't know else, what else can we predict. I mean, who shows up first to the Patriots game? Like me or you? No, I don't know. What, what can we do? I don't know. There's nothing else left. Yeah, I don't know. I've run out of words to say. But um, thanks for everyone listening, for everyone commenting. Two hours of talking all NFL. We'll be back next week. Don't know the date yet, but um, we'll be back. Hopefully the Patriots will start the season off 1-0, and hopefully 
Jake will start off 1-0 in every single fantasy football league. Thanks, man. Hope you do, too. Good luck, everyone, with your fantasy football, with everything. We'll be back here next week. Week 55 coming up. See you later.